You are listening to the Foamy Heads Podcast, where we discuss craft beer and anything else that accompanies a glass. It is the Foamy Heads back in the studio today. Mitch and Rich hanging out on the mics today. We've got a couple of guys with us today. So, Mitch, it's not just us two. Yeah. We're, uh, the plan is to drink, I thought was going to be like two or three beers, but I'm looking in front of me. I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I almost feel like we need one more. To, no, ten, because you've got one in front of I you there. The first one. That's awesome. Uh, we've got the guys from Poor Choice of Words in the house today, guys. A couple of us. Hello, hello. Welcome. Introduce yourselves to the show. Hey, yeah, my name is Zach. I'm, uh, I guess you might call it the lead host. I mean, I, I consider us all co-hosts, but I'm usually the guy running the show, which is why I was just telling you guys, it's so nice to show up and not have to be that guy. I can just be <laughs> the guest. I can be the talent and not have to worry about all that. Shane? And yeah, this is Shane. And uh, yeah, I'm just the beer guy with the beard. So And a nice are, one, too. Well, he is our so Cicerone. Yeah. So yeah, Ooh. I like Cicerone. To, uh, I like to get the little input inputs. See, I flubbed. There's the first flub right there. And it wasn't mine, right? So uh, <laughs> yeah, give a little the schooling, if you will. That's what I like to hear. We've got quite a few beers lined up, kind of like I said earlier. Um, I'm glad that you actually brought, and this will you know later, obviously, but the the Black Bell Stout, which is one we plan on having, you actually brought. <laughs> two of the 2019 <laughs> variants and I brought one of them. So I'm glad you brought one of the other as well. So that way we didn't have to double up on anything. Um, but I think we've got a great lineup today. We've got a lot of stout, some IPAs. We've got a Shandy. Um, so I just, I don't, it's really up to you guys how, in what order you want to kind of kick us off. And Zach, I know you've got one in front of you. Yeah. I was thinking we'd start off with the Shindig IPA. I, that, uh, uh, there you go. There it was. Shindig IPA. It's a summer session. It's a collaboration between uh, Hen uh, Half Batch here in Hendersonville nice. and Briar Scratch out of Cottontown. Uh, it's 4.7 alcohol by volume. Uh, no word on the IBUs, but. Briar Scratch, so they're the guys that do the, uh, is it the Pops Hops or is it their IPA series? I'm trying to remember. Mm. I can't remember what it was. They were at, um, we were at East Nashville Beer Festival one year and there was, there was a guy I thought from Briar Scratch that was just there kind of chilling. He didn't necessarily have his own um tent but he was just kind of hanging out and we he brought some of his uh, his ipa stuff and we got a chance to try it. and it was super solid um but half batch based out of hendersonville tennessee only about 15 minutes from where we're recording yeah man i've uh i've been to half batch during 2019 2020 but it's been a minute since i've visited my neighbors here in town <laughs> i need to roll down there and see what's happening yeah they're gonna have their um new location uh, ah. being built here pretty pretty soon they get they showed us the blueprints nice like, <clears throat> nice big place nice uh, outdoor area really looking forward to that is it a second is it a second location or are they actually no, it's moving actually, so you know if you're looking at uh at half batch like to the left the end of the little shopping center yeah there's a lot right next to that and that's where it's going they're, so they're going right be, next door basically yeah literally nice <laughs> huh so that's where all the construction kind of is over there maybe Interesting. I've been wondering what yeah. what was going on. Bigger space, I guess. Yes, is what much, it is. They're, they're outgrowing. Perfect. Well, good on them. Outgrowing their existing spot, which is always a good problem to have if you're a brewery. So, who took the first sip of this? I did just now. Ooh, what do you did. think? It's good. I'm getting a little bit of a, I don't know, a little peppery, honestly. A little just peppery. A little bit, just on the tongue, right there at the front. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can kind you of know? see that. 
A little bit of carbonation. Definitely got some I mean, citrus. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Finish is a little dry to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely not a lot of call juicy. Yeah. So it's clear. Pretty clear. You mm -hmm. can see through it pretty well. Smells uh smells fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes <it> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't I have any more nose notes recently. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. That, can I see that can real quick? Absolutely. Need a little bit of effervescence. Ah, yes. Shindig IPA. <laughs> Shindig IPA with half, half batch collab. Uh, I'm sorry, with Briar Scratch. Yeah, based out of Cotton Town Summer Session India Pale Ale, 4.7%. That's an easy drinker. It is. Yeah, it's super tasty. That, this would be um, what Nathan Benavelli would call a good lawnmower beer. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yes. We uh, we were we were talking with um, one of the guys, the head brewer from. Um, from Tenfold a little while back, and he used the term porch pounder. And uh, well, <laughs> yeah. he said it wasn't necessarily his term. He said it was something that, that he used frequently, and that's a great term for something like that. That sounds like an indecent yeah. exposure call to the police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good porch pounding beer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Pepper, you're right. I get a little bit of it on just the just bit. on the front, yeah, just on, on the, the front, very like front, very tip of the tongue. Yeah. When did this one get released? This is new, you said. Mm. This is new. This just came out recently. We just got it on shelves over at the Casual Pints last week. Yeah. So you guys do a lot of your episodes at that at the Casual Pint in Smyrna. The do, yeah. the majority, if we're not on location, like like we're doing this. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. last week, the last episode you guys put out, you were doing it at the Casual Pint. You posted on your Instagram page, and mm -hmm. you guys were all kind of lined up at one of the high top tables. Yes out there and, and I immediately recognized Shane when I was looking at because I was like hey I know that guy he's, he's got a beard too um so you know seeing know each other yeah that's right you know it's a, it's a small world it's getting bigger though for some reason Absolutely. you know started out with a bunch of lazy guys that just didn't want to shave anymore and then <laughs> kind of turned into a fashion statement <laughs> but uh there's still the originals like us that are out there okay. well it's funny because you know we met you guys at the National Craft Beer Social Club beer share mm -hmm. and I, yeah. I like you guys are definitely familiar like I know we, we met and we talked yep but I didn't know that you guys were the foamy heads at the time. Mm, I didn't uh, find this out until much later. So uh, I think it was Jim's like, yeah, they were the at the bottle share. I'm like, wait, really? Like, which ones were they? They're like, the guys with the beers. I'm like, oh, that's fucking everyone at the bottle share. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Jim has a really long beard, right? Is yeah, that Jim? Yeah, uh, that is his COVID beard. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Gotcha. Well, I like to correct him because it's more of a very, very long goatee. That's fair. That's a good point. To be fair. Yeah, to be mm -hmm, fair. Mm-hmm. Very long goatee. Very long goatee. Yes, that's yes. a good point because it doesn't. It doesn't. Nothing on you the sides. You know what? I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna sit there and tell Jim was it. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, I'm I not allowed to do that. Time. Yeah, we were. We I were keep trying to convince him to get the Viking braids because yeah. I think that would look oh, badass. That would be killer. He's got the length for it now, right? For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> what was and the it? Girth. Like right here, ish. Yeah, it's uh, halfway um, down the body. Yeah, I mean, it's chest. probably nipple length. Yeah, yeah. Nipple Yeah, we met you guys. First started talking to you guys originally on the. The Nashville Craft Beer Social Club. Mitch actually arranged that for us. You know, he was, I'm trying to remember, I can't remember what night it was, but he was like, hey, what are you doing on, on this night? And I was like, well, not much. He was like, you want to do a virtual bottle share? And I was like, okay, you know, that works. He's like, just a few guys were just kind of getting together. And I bought the, you know, because you buy, you spend, what was it, 50 bucks? Yeah, about. Something like that for just a, a case, you yeah. know, of, of all the beers that you're doing. And uh, he was like, and he brought them over and he's like, bringing in those i go mitch how many beers are we drinking tonight man he's like it's okay we're splitting them it's all good but like even then it was a challenge that oh, was yeah. a lot of beer no i had a beer to my or a box to myself and oh. i barely got through half of it <laughs> yeah which, which sucked because i wanted to go through because it you know they had like somebody from east brewery just kind of talk about the beer and explain it and it 
something about tasting a beer while somebody who's created it is like lovingly explaining it to you. It's a totally different experience. But like half the beers I couldn't even drink that night because it was just way too much. Yeah. And I, you were I, solo. You were doing it all by yourself yep, that I was night. A, I was yeah. just, I was We all had things. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like poor Zach had to drink all the beer by himself. All by himself. <laughs> had guy. to. Yes. Had to. Air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. It was. It was. It was awesome. It. It definitely went longer than I anticipated. But that's always a good thing when you're drinking beer, just because you know you're you're talking with good people, you're collaborating, people are just sharing their thoughts on it, and you have the guys from the breweries there. You know, kind of talking about yeah, it. Uh, Matt Simpson, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Matt yeah. I mean, great. he was there yeah. hanging out with us, showing, like pulling special bottles out of the back, giving samples out of the uh, like. Wow, mm-hmm. such hospitality! Like we had such a great time there. Yeah. Is there another one of those coming down the pipeline? Uh, That'd be great if there was like another one of those virtual. Oh, beer shares? Yeah, those are great. Well, do you like the in person or do you like the virtual? In person's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take. I, I mean, I think everyone's them, yeah. fully vaccinated by now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really see a risk there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm d- I got I mean, double tapped by Moderna. The uh, the, the fundraising, <laughs> right. yes. the fundraising with the National Craft Beer Social Club is going to keep on going. Um, I can't remember who their new uh, charity is offhand, um, but the last one, Kids Place down in Lawrenceburg, it's Child Advocacy Center. Mm-hmm. Um, we raised uh, either eight thousand or eighty five hundred. For them over the you ten, mentioned ten that actually course. on the last recording that you yeah. did i think yeah i remember that now i saw the photo of uh when you went there and delivered the check yeah, yeah. that's awesome stuff mm-hmm. yeah well i mean it's a, it's a worthy cause I, I say it all the time like it's work i could not do yeah the so, uh what was it the uh the digital one the the digital beer share was mm-hmm. uh super interesting seeing all the brewers being able to pop up on screen yeah mm-hmm. but um going back to the subject of in-person versus digital, the in-person is just more personable for yeah. lack of a better word. <laughs> it, it would have been nice to see that same scenario in person. And I'm curious how that'll be if you get that many people involved, but yeah, anyway, sorry. That's going to be a good time, but <laughs> those can also turn into a shit show. <laughs> yeah. I, you can't Very go through when you're in your own home, right? Well, here's the thing. I had about 20, 25 people over to my house a few weeks ago for a backyard bottle share. Ooh. And food and everybody brought stuff. The goal was to empty out my own refrigerator. because he it ended was... up with more beer than he yes. started with. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but... Uh, Recently, though, we're brewing a beer at my house, and so people came over to help bottle and everything. We Great. put a pretty good dent in it then, so nice. It's it's good now. There you go. And in about two weeks, if you're around, you can come over and try my beer. Okay, that sounds so. like a good plan. Yeah, well, yeah, we're um, I'm sorry. empty by no, the way. Uh, do you want to tell them about October? It, that's when we're doing the uh, the competition, right? Yes. Um, wait the. The homebrew competition. The homebrew comp. Yes. Sorry. Oh, thank you. I was thinking the oh, other competition yeah, we talked about earlier. Oh, oh, the bikini. No. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> the flip cup. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. That's a different one. That's a different one. We'll, we'll but, uh, talk about that next. <laughs> yes. There is a homebrew competition coming up with the casual pint. Uh, essentially, anyone that wants to enter, you can enter. It doesn't cost you anything to enter. Uh, I'm actually looking for judges. So if you are certified to be a judge and you're interested, please reach out to us. And uh, yeah, we're going to have this go down. The plan is have everyone with their homebrews come in. The judges are going to sample. They will then determine the top three, maybe four. Those three or four could potentially get put on tap at the casual pint. Very nice. And then it goes to fan judging. Mm. So very fun. Keep that in mind. If you're interested, come by and sign up or shoot me a message, what have you. 
And if you want to judge, please let me know. We're looking preferably for those certified judges so that we can make this a legit thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and we'll go from there. That sounds awesome. And then next month. Yes, next month. With the other, other, other local craft beer podcast, Dragon Partners. Ah. Um, they're going to be doing a flip cup competition. Yes. So um, there's uh, something about an entry fee. I, I, I wasn't there when you hammered out all the details. Yeah, we're still trying to fine tune that, but there will be an entry fee for teams. It's teams of four. And uh, basically, you drink some beer, you flip a cup, you drink some more beer, you flip a cup, and there'll be judges there. And that'll get dwindled down to see who the best is. The plan is we're going <laughs> to set something up out back behind the casual pints okay and hold it there so obviously yeah a lot goes on at the casual pint we're, I yeah. imagine we're hip flip cool cup space. gets worse the more you drink like i'm sure you get worse at it which is obviously ideal i mean i've only played a handful of times anyways and these guys are saying that they're experts so i'm terrible at it sober i don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i can't do it either way okay, so, but maybe uh, it's like oh actually maybe it's like bowling like the more you drink the better you get you know yeah I'd I mean, like to try that out and test that theory. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, uh, a friend, uh, my best friend, when he was going through medical school in college, he uh, had access to like a lab BAC analyzer. Ooh. And he had had in his mind one time <laughs> to conduct an experiment to see like, you know, compare your BAC to your to your score and determine like an ideal blood alcohol oh, content. Heck yeah. Oh, wow. I don't think he ever went through with it, but uh, <laughs> if you're a scientist and you're out there. See, my friends or and even I would give cop. each other field sobriety tests. <laughs> yeah, military cop. So we would give each other field sobriety tests. Nice. Although we'd all been drinking. So the, the competition was the opposite at that right. point, right? We, yeah. yeah. Okay, so is it like a carnival barker where you have to like guess guess the number and you win a prize? <laughs> exactly. Nice. You figured it out. Yes. Closest without going over. Height, weight, and BAC? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what, what, what do we do got? We crack? What's next? We got several things. Maybe the two... Well, what is this shandy? A yeah, I see, shandy. I see a shandy. And then what is this one right here? That is a is that... collaboration between Stillwater and uh, something with a C. Is it a stout? <laughs> it is. It is a stout. Okay. It's an imperial stout. Okay. Uh, collaboration with... C well, you had me at Living Waters. Casita Brewing mm -hmm. and Stillwater. Oh, Stillwater. Stillwater. Yes. Sorry, Stillwater. I heard Living Waters. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, no. So, imperial stout or we've got uh, the Surf Rock Candy Shandy pontoon brewing in collaboration with repeat repeat i vote shandy yeah sure yeah if start, we're going start in lighter. order yeah get a little darker a little heavier there have been there have been too many times when i'm like oh that sounds really great and i drink the stout and it's like 14 percent like oh well, let's go grab this wit beer afterwards i'm like guess i yeah. need a palate cleanser after all yeah wit beer's a little weird after a stout for sure that one looks great a pontoon, like I don't think I've had a bad beer from them yet. No, no. and this is actually going to be the test because I'm not a huge Shandy fan. Ah, so we'll find out. Yeah, Shandies. Stay tuned. I've had a a few of the uh, bottled Shandies, or not bottled, uh, canned like shock tops Shandies oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, those didn't really turn me on to the brand, but here <laughs> are the style. But uh, I've had a few Shandies from other craft beer people, and they've been really nice, flavorful, tasty, little kind of slammable things. So I'm curious. I haven't had a lot from Pontoon myself. It smells a little tart on the nose. Does it smell bad? Bubble gummy. It does smell bubble gummy. Yeah. I was trying to place my finger on it. That's interesting. Let's see if it's chewable. <laughs> Bubblicious. Yeah. I, I, for me personally, I love Pontoon, but... Just that that weedy aftertaste, mm -hmm. not not my style. Yeah. 
So Definitely. Pontoon's actually based out of Sandy Springs, Georgia, which is relatively close to where I used to live. Oh, okay. So when these guys started distributing up here, um, I might have been out at uh, out in Murfreesboro, um, Stones River Total Beverage, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, off yeah. Thompson Lane. Uh, used to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to work real close by there, so I would, you know, that would kind of be my stop on the way home on Thursdays. Yeah. My last job, me and my buddies would go out. We'd each buy a four or six pack, and then we'd kind of split. That way, you'd have three or four different beers to take home with you you know, kind of for the week or whatever. And these guys would start distributing pontoon, never heard of them before. Mm -hmm. So I just bought it based on the simple fact that they're kind of close to where I grew up more. I used to live. And, and, and I agree with you, everything I've had from pontoon has actually been really, really good. Um, so, and this is no exception. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, yeah, Yeah. it is a different style. Um, shandies in general, it's kind of where I started when I started doing my craft, my craft beer experience a while ago. Um, summer shandies and things like that. And then from then I, you know, kind of started moving away. So it's actually been a while since I've had a shandy, but like a circle, things always come back around. Oh, yeah. You know, you go, I wonder how this tastes, you know, 10 years later. That's funny. Cause you don't really hear about people starting on shandies. It's no? typically the, 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 like the, you move from your Bud Light to like a legit lager to an IPA, you get a little adventurous, maybe you get into something like an Amber or something darker. But huh, yes. I mean, I don't know that I had a Shandy until probably a few years recently, you know? See, I actually went from Bud Light to Dark Lovers. Yeah. And then Brown Ales, Zima. Porter Stout, and Zima. then went. Don't knock on Zima. Four Loco. Hey. <laughs> Four Loco, yes. <laughs> no, I mean, that was the thing. I, it was either Zima with the Jolly Rancher in it or the Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> God. The Smirnoff. I, that the was Smirnoff my. Ice, yep. That was right around when I started drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> craft, craft beer for me was uh, Belgians got me into it because I was coming off of Steel Reserve, Miller High Life, and you know Steel all the Reserve. all the classics. <laughs> yeah. I used to drink Ice House. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good old ice beers. Some King Cobra. I had, oh yeah, uh, Mickey's. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned Four Loco earlier, kind of as a joke, but. Um, it was, it was some time back. It hadn't even, before local wasn't even out yet. And, um, <clears throat> my buddy and I were at universal studios, mm-hmm. um, down in Florida. And I think we were 19, 18 or 19 or something like that at the time. And back when people could come out and be like, Hey, you want to try something to drink? And you didn't know him. And you said, sure, that was okay. You know, that doesn't, <laughs> that shit doesn't fly today. But you know, we were out that we were out at universal and some guy comes up in the suit and was like, Hey, we're conducting a survey. You guys want to do blind taste testing on new beverage coming out? And we were like, not really. And he was like, we'll give you 20 bucks each. And we're like, hell yeah, we're in. So we go back there and we start blind taste testing everything. And we're getting, you know, giving feedback and thoughts. They give us our 20 bucks and we walk out the door and on the back. And I went, Four Loco, that sounds really weird. So you were in on the ground. I was a blind taste tester for Four Loco before it had even hit the shelves. You practically a developer. know it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was trying to figure out why I was so amped up the rest of the day and I couldn't <laughs> figure out why. Oh yeah. That was back before like the regulators stepped yeah. in. Yeah. And not to mention they didn't ask for ID. So, I mean, I was 18 years old nice. drinking four loco and nobody <laughs> knew an any different. Yeah. Just earn 20 bucks. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Right. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. a lot of people die <laughs> drinking four loco. I don't I mean, I did it. So similar I mean, to like surge, right? Blowing up kids hearts and oh, stuff. Yeah. I, I love I surge. I, I remember at some point, like they had to completely redo their formula because too many mm-hmm. people were dying. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like this didn't pass Q and A or something like that. Like, hey, I, we've got a high death rate for yeah. Surge. I guess the FDA had to step in. Four loco, maybe we need to change it up. Story, a bit. to be honest, but. four loco went 
Too loco? <laughs> hmm. Yes. But yeah. Where's the soundboord? I know. Right? Yeah. I left it at home. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I've been. Uh, I should have brought that just for the buttons. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been hearing the sound effects uh, on your last episode, and I got a little jealous. Not gonna lie, it's like oh. I've got a few in there. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got a few that I rarely use anymore. I might need to like just go through and refresh it, and get some fresher stuff in there. Family yeah. Guy references were on point. Yeah, I mean, can't get wrong with the yeah. Family Guy. Especially when you sound like Seth MacFarlane. I was literally about to say that. I was like, you sound a little bit like Seth MacFarlane. He's got that radio voice. <clears throat> I can yeah. hear it. I can hear it. I mean, people have told that to me before. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it. He's, he's a very sexy man. <laughs> very talented. He sings his ass off, too. Yeah. I respect it. It was weird. Uh, me and my wife started a binging of... Uh, trash television during the pandemic <laughs> and shark tank happened to come on screen and he was on shark tank he showed up as a guest the trying to promote thing. a product huh he was doing the shit trap thing wasn't he it's like you could you could yes, put it over yes. over it'll trap flies or whatever but you, <laughs> yeah it required dog excrement or something like that first it was a weird contraption it's something that i'm surprised hasn't made it on the show on family guy or maybe it has in some sort of sense or irony but yeah, <laughs> they, they did not bite, no. needless to say. <laughs> so was he legit hawking this thing, or was it like a celebrity episode? Or... Some guy came in that knew Seth, and oh, Seth okay. help, came in to help oh, hype so it so he's up. like helping a buddy out? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice of him. Yeah. Well, I, I guess so. They were, he was using his, the, the, the invention was a way to trap flies, you know, in your area, but what I think he missed that everybody else kind of picked up on is in order for you to trap flies, you have to have something there that attracts flies to begin with. Like dog shit, and if you just didn't have that there, you probably wouldn't have the problem with flies. And then right, right. then Seth MacFarlane walks out to kind of hype his man up or whatever, and they're like, "Well, do you use this, Seth?" And he's like, "Well, I don't have a dog, so no, I don't. I don't really use this." <laughs> All right, let me ask you this: If you remember, how much was the guy looking to get in, like an investment? He wasn't asking for much. It might have um, been like two hundred fifty. It might. I think it was less than that. Actually, really? yeah. Okay, was, if it was Seth a legit Farlin product. Really believed in him. He could have just given that quarter million. Sure, well, they may or may not money. have asked yeah. that question, like, "Why don't you fund this yourself?" Then? Right? Why are you here in front? A quarter million is nothing. You family guy. Yeah. yeah. He obviously didn't believe in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you ever see that space show he was on? Yes. Ooh, space um, really good. Show. The, uh, it, it was basically like. Uh, like Star Trek, but yeah. a com like a comedy. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it's pretty uh, I funny. I did watch all of the first season. Yeah. And it was pretty good. I got through about half, I think, of that first season. And unfortunately, I don't have much memory of like the antics, but it had some very, very, you know, expected back and forth triangles, love triangle thing yeah. and whatnot. But a lot of that quick, dry humor exactly, yes. that he's known for. Yes. Norm the Orville? Is that called? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yep, Norm yeah, McDonald didn't, voice. Didn't bring my Google machine. Man, there. Google yeah. always knows what you're looking for. That's that good or bad. It's like, did you mean, yes, I did, Google. That's exactly what I meant. Well, I'm going to get my glass ready for another one yeah. here. Yeah. Are we going into the dark side now? I guess we don't have much I left, do we, other than the darks? It's pretty much all dark. Yeah. Didn't plan that out very well. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, and it's 91 degrees outside. And when we're, <laughs> we should be drinking lighter beers and IPAs. We're drinking like double imperial stouts. <laughs> Now, if we need a cleanse, I do have an IPA and a lager I brought with me if we need to break it up. They're not collaborations or anything, but they're really good beers, so we have that option also. Okay. So just let me know when you want one of those. That sounds good. So re for reference, I don't think anyone has brought it up yet, but before meeting for the show, I'd had the idea, 
since it's going to be a collaboration episode, let's do collaboration beers. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. guys definitely showed up. Like, my God. You say that, but I think we all brought the same amount of beers. You guys might have brought a couple more to think about it. Well, I it's mean. funny. You sent me the picture earlier of the Black Bell 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he sent me a picture back with all his collabs. He had like two of them like, oh, you're going to show up at two and flex. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's I'm used to I'm used to being the inferior. That's all right. <laughs> well, since we mentioned the uh, Stillwater Casita, do we want to do that one? Perfect. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah. We've got one more coffee. Uh collaboration we can do after that as well so i was doing a search on um i was doing a search last week for just some interesting topics to talk about and uh i don't know any of you guys here use untapped a little bit a little bit used to i deleted mine when i realized i was an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) does having untapped make you an alcoholic or are you an alcoholic and untapped is kind of your tool for it i see that that's tough right there all i know is within three years i checked in over three thousand beers yeah. So I have been a member since 2011, and I still don't have 3,000 beers. <laughs> and I consider myself to be an alcoholic. Well, if oh, you consider I'm... the places I've worked also to where I have access, that everyone wants me to drink their beer. Good I mean, point. That's a good point. Been in a couple of breweries now. Yeah. Used to work at the Craft Brood in Nashville. Mm. That's where I initially recognized you yeah. was from Craft Brood. Yeah. Okay. That's That makes more sense now, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, working in those places, drinking all of that beer, and then, of course, volunteering and working at every beer festival for however many years. Oh, nice. So That would had, rack them up. Exactly. So, I was able to add those relatively quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at mine. Uh, Started this in August of last year. I've okay. got 190 check-ins, 171 unique beers. That's but a pretty I, good ratio. But I don't really check. I, like Maybe half of them I'll actually check in. I'm so lazy about it. I'm really bad, too. I, it's taken me forever to get to 8,000. But then our co-host, um, Alex, he'll be at a place. He'll get a flight and check in every dang one and oh like yeah. tag you in all of them. <laughs> so like five minutes apart, you can just keep getting these notifications. Like, all right, chill, out. That's me. I'm that guy, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy. You don't want to be on tap friends with me because your phone will be going off constantly um i joined I, uh 2012 and i have eight, 801 beers 801 i've had far more than that <laughs> for sure but yeah yeah 992 check-ins getting there you're getting there i think uh i think you're the winner well, well and one other reason i decided to stop using it it was taking so much time to take pictures write profiles get yeah. ratings if i'm sitting here with friends i don't want to do all that so. right so then I'm taking, at one point, I have, you know, 100 pictures of beer in my phone. I don't remember anything don't remember about them at that point. No. Yeah. So, Anybody yeah. else have a sip of this yet? No, not yet. Oh, Pass my right gosh. Now. That is nice. Smooth it's and just, creamy. Got a nice nose to it. Nose got, a, wonderful. got like a smoky note. What is the ABV on that thing? It's a good question. I'm I didn't read. higher than you think. <laughs> wow. Do you know it? Is, no, I have no idea. That Take, is velvety. Taking guesses. I didn't expect this from a can. 8.3. 8.3? 8.3. Right. ABV. What are we looking at? Damn, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will, okay. I'll, I'll say... Uh, ah, shit. Is it, it's not 9. I'll go 7.6. 7.6. 8.3, 7.6. Did you... This is yours. Did you look at it by chance? I probably did, but I don't remember. You don't remember? Okay. Um, I'm, I'll just shoot for a solid nine. Okay. No, no, no. Here's what you do. Do the price is right thing. Yeah. One percent. One percent. Closest without going, going over. over. Um, by the way, every single one of you are way under. Really? Oh. Yes. Jeez. 13%. Damn. Oh, okay. ABV Imperial <laughs> See, I told style. you it was going to be more than you think it is. Yes. 
burnt caramel, black truffle, and lava salt. Mm. Flat Earth Imperial. That's stout. that smokiness, that that burnt yeah. caramel. Uh huh. That is it's nice. nice. Truffle. It's good. I like it. Yeah, this. Is I don't awesome. know if I could. It would be hard to do an entire 16-ounce can of that. I could oh, probably right. do one can, but I don't one. know if I'd be able to do that's much more than that after the fact. Yeah. yeah, if that's the... Correct, yeah. If yeah, that's if the you're only like, I'm going to have one having, beer tonight. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. This kind of reminds me of... Uh, what's the dragon? Dragon milk? Oh, yeah. Dragon's it's milk. got that heaviness to it where I know I'm going to be hungover after, if I go over one can. where oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be heavy feeling the next day. It's like well, sitting down having a six-pack of Dogfish 120. Right, yeah. Who's no. doing that? <laughs> Nobody. No way. That was, that was actually, believe it or not, my first, well, my first IPA that I liked. <laughs> my second IPA that I tried. So I had, I had, before I was even in the IPA game, kind of, you know, it's I had a manager at my last job was like, oh, try this one. It's called Stone Ruin 10. You'll love it. And I was like, I don't even, like, I don't drink IPAs. I've never had one. He's like, oh, it's not that heavy. You know, 10% and 150 plus IBUs. or West <laughs> Classic West Coast IPA yeah. from Stone. It's their ruination, but kind of like their 10-year anniversary. And I took a sip and, and just about, I was on the phone with him and I almost puked because I was like, guys, <laughs> This is not. I love it now. Like I, you know, hoppier is is good. But um, the 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 next IPA that I'd actually ever had was I shared a bottle of a 120. Yes. And um, I was like, oh, okay, so this is what IPAs are supposed to taste. No, that's not what IPAs <laughs> are supposed to taste like either. But it was one of those, you know, seventeen and a half percent. I think it was. Yeah, and and um, 120 IBUs. So. It was it was definitely something that I thought that's how IPAs were supposed to taste, uh, but little did I know that there was more than one different kind of IPA oh, out yeah. there in the world at the time. But yeah, that's a that's a kind of a that was my 120 was my foray into the IPA world, and from after that, I kind of started experiencing everything on the spectrum. Can you hear me the can real quick? Yeah, absolutely. I think I will check this one in. <laughs> Now that I've got untapped open, <laughs> does anyone want like a little more pour from this? Uh, I'm going to pace myself, I think. Same. Yeah. We can always uh, coovie at the end. Yes. <laughs> and mix every single one of these beers yes. together. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, that would be disgusting. <laughs> would it, though? Would well, that, that's the game show aspect. Yeah. <laughs> We did, it, we did it. Did we record that? Did we do our cheat beer episode? We uh, it's out there. Yeah, yeah. We did a we did a cheat beer episode. It was a couple of years ago. We had, uh, I think we had, King Cobra, High Life, Bud Ice, um, nice. Mickey's. Got to oh, have yeah. the got to yeah. have Mickey's. Uh, 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 they were all they were all terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. Mickey's is like a whole another level. It yeah. was it was completely different. Bud Ice is absolute trash. But Cobra was all right, in my opinion. I don't <laughs> remember which one, air quotes, won. Like, which one was the... I think it was Cobra. There I think no it was... King, scenario. King Cobra was the before. least yeah. offensive yeah. out of all the ones that we tried. <laughs> there were a good seven or eight, I think, we had that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good plethora. We're due to do that again. Oh. We did a similar thing. It was a... I don't remember if it was like a... a ba- it wasn't Bachelor... Anyways, some sort of party that Alex and his friends had over at their house. And one of the games was blind taste test of like shit beer. Oh yeah. Ooh. So you just had little plastic shot glasses of different cheap beer, like six of them, and the typicals, the Bud, the Light, uh, you know, the Mick Ultra, the Corona. And you had to guess them. And you had to guess them. Ooh. And whoever got the most right won. Nice. I think Alex ended up getting five out of six. I got like one. Well, I <laughs> did, just did I you really win shit beer, though? Sorry. Right. Like, yeah. Is there any yeah. winners in this game? No. Yeah. No. Did the loser have to like mix all of them together and, and drink <laughs> a one big pint at the end? 
<laughs> Thankfully, no, because that would have been me. Ah, uh, but that's a that's something we might have to put together later in this year. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I might mix in one bad beer that and be just pe- see if that lands on anyone's palate, just like super good. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. I'd love to do that with a series of lagers. Ooh, yeah, the lager would be good. Style lagers. Ooh, yeah. That would be fun. That would be interesting. That would be fun to do. Mm-hmm. I'd be down to try that. And obviously, you know, more than just Mitch and I hanging out, you know, <laughs> drinking beers would be good. I think if we had a few people in here, that would be something yeah. fun to do. Absolutely. I'm digging that plastic uh, silicone bar glass that you have right now. <laughs> the silly pints. <laughs> These things are awesome. Drink yep, out of them. Can't break or- it. Or... Put another drink in them. There you go. Whatever. Ah, it's like a little insulator. Exactly. Nice. Cupception. Wait. Like Inception? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Trying. (laughs) Cup in a cup. And they only get better the more beers you drink, too. Well, or worse. (laughs) Depends if everyone's at the same level. Uh, speaking of next beer, yeah. Um, does anybody have a preference? I kind of got my eye on one, but I don't want to kind of ruin the order of operations. No, whatever you like. The you uh, think, Sump Mitch? one, the other can here, yeah. it is also a coffee. Okay. It, so if we want to just stick to the coffee that and makes, knock that out. Well, yep. in that yeah, case, that. after Sump, we've got another Dude, one knock, here, knock. Yep. the Knock Knock. Nice. I was, I was actually going to say the Knock Knock. I didn't know that the Sump was a coffee style because I had forgotten about it, but either one of those to me makes sense to go in the next order considering we followed it with um the one we just had so this is perennial yeah, that was and really loud. Sump. That was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. my ears are ringing yeah i hope it's still good i no, think it is yeah constant thing ah okay man i've had sump coffee i know they have a place in nashville uh, I didn't realize they had uh, collaborations with. This thing is almost perennial. pouring out like syrup. Yeah, it, yeah, motor oil. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Looks, uh, it it looks, looks thick. Drip down the side. I Thank think you. I've had this one before. I think you actually turned me on to this one, Mitch. We Did might I? Have, yeah. Some coffee stout. Oh my gosh, it's black. That or I've had a. <laughs> wow. If it wasn't this one, then it was oh, another the, uh, one the with... The bubbles flowing down, though. Yeah, yeah it was this mm-hmm. one, actually. I love watching that. I don't know if there's, like, a scientific term for that. Uh, you know... Where the head kind of cascades downward while the uh-huh. bubbles going upwards. Yeah. The cascade effect. Yeah, we'll go with that. You almost get that on nitro pour beers. Yes. Kind yeah. of more more often than yeah, not. Yeah, Where it yeah. kind of looks like it's, like, yeah. folding in on itself right. as it's going down the edges. That. That is yeah, so cool Dude, I can watch. watch that in slow motion. Yeah. This is one of those things that I wish I could have it's a screensaver of back whenever I liked having screensavers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> back when screensavers were required. Right? right, yeah. Yeah. And let me say, Perennial knows how, in my opinion, knows how to make a really good stout. Oh, absolutely. I love, I mean, their bomb series is really good. Um, I'm not a fan of like habanero. They do a lot with like peppers in their beers and oh, stuff I like that. I love pepper and beer. I just, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I, it's just not that I can't do it. I just, it's not my preference. And Prairie does, or I'm sorry. Uh, I said Prairie. I'm thinking perennial. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> both of them make really good beer. I've only had like two beers. Why am I feeling buzzed already? <laughs> this is a perennial beer. I'm sorry. I was, okay, I was I'm glad referring to, to yeah. Thank you for I, saying I that. I should have just gone with it. Why not? But, um, perennial makes some, some solid beers. One of my, uh, one of my buddies has actually been up to the brewery at Perennial. Have you been there as well? Yeah, I've been. It was oh, a few years was it ago. killer? Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Oh. And I remember when they first came, it was one of the early East Nashville beer festivals. 
and the line for perennial was longer than any other line wow. for people waiting to get their beers. Whoa. It was absolutely amazing. Man. I remember, I'm going to take a sip of this first, and I have a question about the East Natural Beer Festival. Speaking, the head retention on this thing stuck. It's staying around. Yeah. We got, some of us got smaller glasses and, you know, a different kind you of You can see uh, right thing, there. But. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. That is so good. That is coffee, too. Here's Lots of coffee. Yeah, very strong in the coffee. I don't even drink coffee, except in beer. Neither do I agree. I'm 100% with yeah. you. Never, I've never had a full cup of coffee, coffee in my life. I just, I don't like the taste. Nope. And that's I'll, crazy having been in the military and been an MP and all that. Yeah. No, never. Like, never what did you eat with the donuts? Huh. Milk? Sumi ate donuts. <laughs> I mean, he was, a, he, he was in like, the military, but What else are you going to drink with your donuts? <laughs> Man, this is solid. Yeah, this is really good. I, I agree with you, though. I'm not, like like Shane, I'm not a, I don't drink coffee. I like the smell of it. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I just don't like the taste of it. And it could be the, it could be the, the burnt taste at the end, kind of roasty. I don't know, but throw it in a, a stout. I'm Absolutely. there. And this has a beautiful roastiness to it. This mm -hmm. is so good. This is uh, something I could have to start my morning off with. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so I got something to share here. Yeah. And I'm taking bids. Oh. <laughs> so the oldest single malt bottle, uh, I'm sorry, the oldest single malt scotch ever bottled will be up for sale this year. So they're, they're making 250 bottles of the total. Huh. So this is from Gordon and McPhail, known as one of the oldest and most revered independent bottlers in, in Scotch whiskey's history. Just introduced the oldest single malt Scotch ever bottled. Generations 2021 is a spirit bottled from the Glenlivet Distillery and a GNM bespoke cast dating back to what year? Oh, mm. I thought you were going to quiz us on the price. I didn't know you were going to. I'll do that too, but I figured just throw one or two <laughs> more in there. Did you not know I had this in my bag? <laughs> <laughs> Shane pulls out the field guide to whiskey from his bag. Just <laughs> always prepared, man. Yeah, always prepared. Reading materials. I like learning new things. That's what I've been doing. I like learning stuff. What's that field guide give us on dating? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I bet I could find that brewery in here, actually. <laughs> or, you know. So this is the current old worldest cask of Scotch whiskey. Cask. Uh, Does it say whether it's single malt or blended? Like, is that a requirement? That this whiskey, the oldest single malt Scotch ever single bottled, malt scotch. Okay. remains so full of vibrant flavor with a strength of forty four point nine percent ABV. Okay, is testimony to knowledge handed down over successive generations of my family. Says Stephen Rankin, director of prestige at Gordon and McPhail Whiskies, and a member of the fourth generation of the family that owns that company. I'm going to go with seventeen oh nine. Wow, I don't know why. <laughs> okay. America had so not even the been discovered yet. <laughs> yeah. Like way before. Okay. I don't know. I don't know all that, but I'm just saying uh, if it's old as old as fuck, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly have no idea. I'm going uh, 1890. Price is right rules. One. Close is that going over? One AD. One AD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I thought you said 180, but then I heard 180. 180. <laughs> nice. No, actually not. Uh, you, you guys are all way under. Uh, 1940. Okay. Wow. Oh, goes okay. Back to. Um, huh. I mean, we so how much will this be going for? Yeah, oh. Bids. Oh, jeez. Um, bottle or case? Uh, per bottle. Because you said they're only making 250, 250 bottles. decanters. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Decanters on top of that. Yeah. So it's extra fancy. Okay. Yeah. I'm going with, uh, I'm going to say 50,000. 
That's high. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I can get a decanter for like $35. <laughs> I'm going 2500 With the world's oldest single malt whiskey in Why it? not? Okay. $2,500. So $2,500, you're at $50,000. I feel, I feel like the an spread. idiot, though. I'll go, uh, go 3500 3500 Yeah. You are the closest without going over. All really? right. Um, don't have an exact price, but a 75-year-old release in 2016 fetched $28,000. Wow. $28, so you're probably 000. looking at least that, if not more. Jeez. Jeez. For one bottle. So someone who Sorry, buys decanter. one or so two of them. hang on a second. We don't know if it was going to be $50,000. <laughs> it could very well be. It could have been $60,000. True, true. Wow. Okay, well, you, you both win, and then she loses. Still, I still will not. I don't know. I like his 1 AD answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all winning. It could, have been, it could be a shitty bottle of scotch, and they end up selling it for like 40 bucks. And yep. <laughs> you might be the winner. <laughs> well, I mentioned fourth generation of the family, so you maybe did. that was a that could have been a clue. Well, not I necessarily, though. AD, though. I don't, we didn't count BC. That's true. That's true. <laughs> fourth generation, not fourth century. Okay. AD. BC. Wonder if there's any uh, mead hidden somewhere that are uh, BC years. Hmm. Oh, there's got to be some, yeah, like some yeah. cave in in like Norway or something. Yeah, that would be a cool place to find it and drink it. Hmm. They actually just recently <laughs> discovered. I saw um, it was the cave dwelling of a hermit king. Say that again. It was the cave dwelling <laughs> of a hermit of king. a hermit king. Okay. So he was a like king this. in <laughs> England when the Vikings took over. Ah, and he went into basically into hiding because you know, yeah, reasons I guess. But they, <clears throat> it's like this whole like kind of like cave dwelling system, and they found evidence of where like people would come out to see him for like guidance and bring him stuff. And so it was kind of cool. He's like one of the first like hermits mm. on record. That's wild. It is. I'm I'm totally fascinated by that period of time. Yeah. I've been watching like so many Viking shows over the past like half year. I, w- I went through like The Last Kingdom. Uh, there was another one I watched. I don't remember the name of because they're all so similar. Oh, uh, Vikings. Uh, Vikings. No. Well, I just started Vikings. <laughs> I love Vikings. It's good. Yeah. But also I'm going through Game of Thrones season two right now. Mm. Uh, I decided yeah. to go back and watch from the beginning. So man, the I, end of season two. Now, are you going to subject yourself to the last season or just stop? I need to watch it all now. Okay. I still didn't watch the last season. That's the only one I didn't. Really? I just missed out on. Then I heard all the bad stuff, and then I just forgot about it. I wouldn't it. say missed out on. Uh, all right, that's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, I, I I really like that first season of Game of Thrones with Sean Bean in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's good. Yeah, yeah. I would say first season is probably one of the best. Mm-hmm. Any Dexter fans here? Oh yeah. By yes. chance? I, want I feel that revival. Yes. 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 And they and I I feel like they owe it to us too, you know, they kind of the way. Do. Oh, yes. God, yeah. Yes, the way do. that that yeah. last season ended, I feel like and the, the reason I ask is cuz I feel like I've never I I started watching season 1 of Game of Thrones back when it first came out and my wife was the one that just kind of picked up on it and rolled with it and then I got busy and just just never really went back to it. But from what I hear about <clears throat> the last season of Game of Thrones is <clears throat> it is the equivalent to them kind of like being strung along all these years and watching it and being so like indebted to this series and then be given that kind yeah. of the last season to me that's how i felt with dexter right. because i watched you know at the time showtime netflix wasn't a whole thing yet so i was paying for showtime every season so i could watch this and then they released the last season i'm like what is this trash all right so <laughs> dexter's uh his sister was deborah right yes mm-hmm. yeah. okay where are we at with her hot body weird face or weird body hot face uh, changes throughout the season yes yeah <laughs> thank <absolutely>. you 100 <laughs> yeah her face just morphs 
So she's coming back, but you know she played his sister on the show, but mm. was his wife in real life. Yvonne oh, Stroud. I didn't know. Wait, it what, is really? His wife. Yeah, it's his yes. wife. Still is? No, they got divorced. Oh, um, but uh, probably because he was a serial killer. Well. He kissed his sister. <laughs> <laughs> she's coming back for the revival, as is John Lithgow. Ooh, oh, now that okay, okay, that was the best season of Dexter. Absolutely. Yeah. John which, Lithgow was. There was which one was that? Five, I think. The what? The family killer. Yeah. Oh, the older. Was that yeah. the one where he had the alter ego as, yeah. with the younger? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one of my favorite yeah. seasons of the series. John Lithgow was so good in that. Yeah. That Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then they then they ended it like they did. Just, Ooh, something a little lighter. Let's Change do it. it. Works for me. High wire. So, High wire logger. High wire logger. Nice, clean, uh, good friend of the show, good friend of ours, Emily. Emily is awesome. She's amazing. Yeah. And I don't know what they pay her, but it's not enough. She mm. used to work. She used to work actually at uh, Total Beverage. Yep. Off Thompson, she was kind of the beer person, and I walked in, and she was like, "Oh, you would, you, know, you had this last week," and I was like, well, "Cool, you remember what I had?" And she was like, "You want to try this, 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 this?" And I bought every damn one of them. I was like, "Sure, I'll buy it." But she's just she has a she has a way of noticing people's palates and just going with it. Oh yeah. And then when she was leaving, you know, she said she was leaving, and she got a rep as. Thank you, Mitch. She got a rep for, for high wire. I was like, well, good on her. It's going to suck for me because, you know, I don't have that personal concierge service anymore right. when I walk into a beer <laughs> store. But, um, yeah, good on her. We're actually trying well, it's to. It's kind of like uh, Kat, who you guys had on the show recently. Yeah. yeah. I used to go see her at the Flying Saucer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, she was that kind who could, like, really dial it in. 100%. Yeah, Kat is is cut from the same cloth basically as Emily, and um, when she used to work at the Flying Saucer, very similar. You know, you walk in, and she'd be like, "Well, you want to try this?" I actually met her through uh, my wife's best friend. They were kind of good friends together, so that's how I got a chance to meet her. And then she left Flying Saucer and went to work with uh, I think it was Four Sons, yeah, for a while, <clears throat> and then jumped over with Ryan Geist and just yeah. hasn't really looked back since. Right now, she's right doing on. a great job. Yeah, man. yeah, it's funny. She's one of those people that Facebook always suggests is a friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So like when when you when you had her on you like I think you guys put up some uh, some media and a picture I'm like I know that girl she's oh, got okay. a very unique style like uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. like a like pinup like almost. a 50s style yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she's, she's cool. super cool man yeah. she's real good people I've never uh, met her but she's cool she's a yeah, she's, she's a sweet so, yeah. she's a sweet in personality as she is way she, she's just cool people all around mm-hmm. this is a good palate cleanser by the way like it's got a lot of taste to it mm-hmm. yeah but at the same time it's a good welcome from you know, break from stouts the stouts that we've had. Yeah, yeah this is mm. this is really good. What where is more is the can? I want to see that. Right High wire lager. Light and crisp. Yeah, I'm not even a huge lager guy, but I love this lager. Four point six. It's just so well balanced mm-hmm. and bodied. Mm-hmm. That's what we should be drinking when it's hot outside. Yes. <laughs> not thirteen percent coffee imperial stouts. <laughs> Honestly, if we don't get through all of these, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's whatever yeah, whatever we decide to do. <laughs> I you know, and, and we've been talking for a you know, a couple of weeks now, mm-hmm. just trying to get things set up and lined up and stuff. I'm like, Yeah, that's you know, we'll we'll throw which way, you know, tell you guys what we're bringing or whatever. And like it kind of trickled in at the last minute, whatever and <laughs> Had I thought about it, you know, I saw this one be like, maybe I should bring some IPAs or something instead because we all showed up with heavy ass <laughs> stouts. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we started exactly, off with the IPA yeah. from from Half Batch. That's, so. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I did go to Main Street Liquors and a few places trying to find collaborative beers that weren't stouts. And it was a little difficult this time, this yeah. time around. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I've got one that I'm hanging on to. I shared it at the... Uh, Actually, you might have had a, a taste at the uh, at the bottle share mm. at uh, Tennessee Brew Works. It was the it was a collaboration between uh, Tactical Brewing in Orlando and like there's like a local company uh, coffee company. Oh, I think I missed um, that one. It was a golden ale, cafe con leche inspired. Ooh, 
I've still got a bottle. I'm gonna bring it to the next share if you guys are there. Okay. Because I want to. I, I want to share with as many people as I can. Because it's, right. it's 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 a, it's a what's fucking four. What's the style again? It's a cafe con leche inspired golden ale. So it's, huh. it tastes just like you're you're drinking an iced coffee. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It is amazing. That style is always weird to me. It's like you know, like coffee stout's one thing when you're like, oh, it's a white stout or a coffee lager or yeah. coffee like. That to me, that's like doing like a sour stout or a sour IPA. It's like <laughs> two styles of beers that I wouldn't think mixing together would actually taste good, but maybe it does. This one fucking works. Awesome. I'll tell you that, man. Yeah, I don't think I had that one. You said it was lower on the ABV, right? Uh, you said four, or maybe I can't you said remember. something. No, it wasn't that big from what I recall. Yeah, it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't like a crush or anything. Okay. Yeah, mm. it'd be interesting to try out. Yeah, we'll have to make sure we're there on that beer share day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can only get in Orlando. Oh, of course. But if you're ever in the Orlando area, Tactical Brewing Company, they're in the Baldwin Park area of Orlando. Phenomenal beer. Every single one of their damn beers. It's a veteran-owned and operator. They're all a bunch of Marines. They like to wear their... Um, see, in the Army, you would call them Ranger panties. Uh, <laughs> Shorty shorts. Like the silkies. I think I think they call them silkies. They're like the, the short shorts. The catch-me-fuck-me shorts. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those so cool. they, they like to wear those when they're slinging beers, and the, and they've all got like fantastic legs and asses. I mean, they're. I, I'm just saying. I still have mine. I have two pair of my catch me fuck me shorts. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought he said he still has his fantastic ass and nice pair of legs. <laughs> I do still have a fantastic ass. Yes. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, I need to hit the gym for that. Same here. I do Same my here. daily squats. There you go. <laughs> he goes to twerk class twice a week. Twerk yeah. class. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it. That's all right. Any um, any um, Mythos members here? I know Mitch and I are. Do you guys do the Living Waters Mythos Club? The only the only membership I have is the Mug Club at Casual Pint. Casual Pint. Because I don't get out into Nashville enough. Yeah. To really make anything like that worth it. Okay. Mm. I was gonna. I think August sixth is when they're doing the Mythos Club night. They're oh okay closing down. I got the email from oh. them this morning. Yeah. I haven't looked at my email yet. Yeah. Um. Man, I joined too many clubs this year. <laughs> My only membership is the saucer, the flying saucer. That's mm. it. I, don't I, I did join Craft Brood. I haven't hardly used it. I, <laughs> I feel bad about that because I'm just ripping myself off at this point. Well, there's so many. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. is. I mean, there there's no shortage of craft beer in Nashville. Mm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And more's coming. It's, yeah, oh, so yeah. much more. <laughs> well, we got that new one opening up in Murfreesboro soon. So oh, that's shoot. Be good. I know there's one in Gallatin opening up too. Big Trouble. Okay. And uh, Big Trouble Brewing, a play on, and style play on uh, Big, Big Trouble in Little China. China. Yes. yes. Nice. Yeah. Love that movie. That is such a classic. Yes. Oh, it, they don't make movies like that anymore. They, they don't. I, I really miss a lot of those older movies, the 80s, 90s movies, where there's a little cheese in it, but there's mm-hmm. just, I don't know how to explain it because I'm not. Time, Tango and Cash came out the same yeah, time. Yeah. You know, so many good one-liners and stuff yes. like that. Gosh, the one-liner. That was a one-liner decade, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you mentioned on the way over that Cedar Glade is opening up their place, right? Yes. And not 100% confirmation on this. This is what we were told, but they said they were going to have a podcast studio on site. Whoa. Really? Yes. So Are probably they... like just like a little room, <clears throat> maybe some soundproofing that people that shows can come in and do. So that might be something to check out in the Where future. Where are they located cool. out of? Right They're there. in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Okay, so that is the Murfreesboro Brewery that you yes. said was opening. That's okay, one, yeah. gotcha. Nice. Yeah, I just spoke <clears> with them a couple of days ago, and uh, yeah, they're they've offered an uh, invitation to come out and check the place out to some of us. So mm-hmm. I just got to give him a call. He lives five minutes away. 
they'll come let us in check it out and very excited to do podcasts together and then also very excited to be able to have his stuff on tap at the casual pint once it's ready and good to go yeah so he's kind of looking for his three or four locations in that area nice where he can be found on tap all the time mm-hmm so exciting yeah they're just getting started out um they're basically producing for like for events and stuff like that but not nothing commercially available just yeah. yet correct that could be the best kind though sometimes yeah oh, yeah yeah, I mean, the, the guys that run it are, are part of, like, the uh, Murfreesboro Craft Beer, uh, the like, the Brewers Guild, right? Correct, yes. Yeah. Uh, so nice. there's a lot of guys um, in that group that make a lot of really good beer. There's actually a guy right around the corner. Like, his his house is literally directly behind me. I was walking by one day, and I had my Panther Creek shirt on. And he's like, oh, you like Panther Creek? I'm like, yeah, you know them? He's like, yeah, you know, something, something, the uh, Brewers Guild. He's like, hey, wait here. He goes down to his basement, gets a red ale that he brewed, <laughs> brings me out a beer. Like, it nice. was good. Wow. Well, that's a good neighbor right there. Heck yeah. Man. Keep him around. Right. Yeah. Definitely. All right. We're up for another. Knock, knock. Let's do that. coffee one? Yeah. All right. Knock, knock. Barrel-aged Imperial Stout. Knock, knock. Who's there? Charming blend of stouts aged 14 to 25 months in bourbon barrels alongside resonant beets of crema coffee, marshmallow, Ugandan vanilla and milk sugar. Ooh. I hope the milk sugar is not too overpowering in this. Because I know that, True. I know I, Bearded Iris has a, whenever they do their yearly, like, anniversary releases and stuff like that, there is no shortage of flavor in those beers. I mean, it's yeah. eight or nine different flavors. And they can brew it in such a way where you can taste them all distinctly. Um, but I do remember having some bearded iris with milk sugar, and I just went, whoa, like that is super, super sweet. So I'm hoping it's not too over the top. That was when they released, uh, I think, with their last part, their last anniversary, was it? Or was it the one before? This is from their this four? year. This year? Okay, so it was yes. their fifth anniversary party. <clears throat> they also did the, um, the triple home style uh yes. cr- with uh was it with cryo citra mm-hmm. as well because the the home style is the all mosaic right yeah. beer and then they cry they did a uh cry i think it was might have been cryo with so. with citra hops as well for me thanks mitch um <clears throat> triple home style was just like super boozy for me i think it was 10 percent, so it was really sweet um so i i prefer double home style over the triple but once they added that citra hop that triple home style in the is end, it really was just like perfect for me. Peak bearded iris, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've got a, I've got three more of those in my fridge at home, along with Ooh. two rhythm and two rhyme. Nice, Ooh. nice. So it's you I'm, spent some money this the last few months, haven't you? My wife, she is a huge fan of bearded iris. Mm. You're doing it for her. Well, she got them. No, that's that's her money. She bought those, <laughs> so I don't touch those unless you know. Oh. Right now, because honestly, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of hazies. Okay. The New England style. Right. Not yeah. my jam. I'm more West Coast. Gotcha. So those are things she buys for her. More her style yeah. things. You know, yeah. and I'll split one with her, what have you, but I'm more West Coast. Nice. Give it to me dank and piney and smell like cat piss and weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a weed beer yesterday. Yesterday? Hold on. Was it the... Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> CBD. You forget uh, what day yeah. <laughs> Or how many in? For, yeah. Suddenly, I thought it was the middle of a work week. I don't know why. It just... The beer is hitting, I guess. But the uh, there was a function going on with Bad Luck Burger and one of the CBD stores down here. And there was a guy from... Was it Tennessee Brew Works or something? 
but they had like a testing with terpenes and whatnot and just pouring it for people that are, you know, can prove their age. So (laughs) yeah. Um, it was interesting. Uh, the terpenes really do bring a whole different kind of nose and taste to their IPA that they were serving that day. So I'm really, really, really enjoying this knock knock. Yeah. This knock knock had a really good nose to it. I haven't taken a sip yet. Knock knock. I'm there. Right. With bells on. Ooh, it's warmed up just enough too. I like the I like the ending. The the taste of it's good. That's I assume that's the milk sugar. It's got to be. It's got because it's got that creamy like distinct sugary taste at the end. It's not oh it's too sweet beer taste where it's just too much. Right. It distinctly shows itself at the end. I really like this. Yeah, I think it's very well made. Mm, just slides off the back of the tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I can taste barrel aged too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see how cold. A little 10%. oily. 10%. Okay. Hmm. This o- actually... Oily, you said? Yeah. This drinks heavier to me than the... Um, than what the was the stout? The 13% stout, stout that we had. I thought so too. Yeah, the, the flat earth. Yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that one was thirteen percent, and in my opinion, this this bearded iris, this knock knock, actually drinks heavier mm-hmm. than that, and it's a whole three three percentage points lower. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I really like this one. Ooh, solid. Anyone else feel a little warm? It does. It, warm, <laughs> it warms you. Yeah, it warms that trachea on the way down. Uh-huh. Gets you right in the chest too. This is a winter warmer for me. Warm up my <laughs> chesticles. <laughs> chesticles, yes. So the the eight biggest craft brewery trends to watch in 2021. Oh, boy. I'll tell you which one is not. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, that would be the seltzer beer because uh, the Boston Beer Company just took a 26% hit in revenue in the past quarter. I may or may not own a few shares of Boston Beer and Friday oh, no. kind of hurt a little bit. Or so, Thursday or Wednesday, so whatever it was. I'm very much aware. Yeah. Um, actually, believe it or not, and this was, this was actually going to be my way of doing it, but number six, the rise in craft seltzer. So mm. I think it kind of had a good run up for the first few months, but we're st- I'm starting to see maybe the market saturated. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it. You know, I in in no way, shape, or form do I think the craft beer industry is saturated because not. you're seeing you know you're seeing all these breweries pop up, and if it was saturated, you'd be seeing more closed down than you actually see open. But that's not the case. But that being said, you take seltzers and kind of move that to a portion of it. I think seltzers are kind of starting to go by the wayside a little yeah. bit. Yeah. There's seven more. Does anybody want to guess any of the eight biggest any eight biggest craft brewery trends to watch for in 2021? Now, we'll give a hint. Keep in mind that fruited we're IPA. coming off of fruited IPA? Yes. No. Milkshake? No. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> kind of yeah, think same. kind of same. think so this is this says trends, but I'll, I'll give a hint. Kind of think more of the fact that we're coming out of a pandemic and the way these breweries have had mm. to kind of reinvent themselves. So not necessarily trends in forms of what style of beer they're making, but trends as a brewery as a whole, like what they're doing. Oh, these uh, days. oh okay. yeah. Outdoor beer gardens. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. So number yeah. two, sure. outdoor seating remaining crucial. Yeah, that's one. Uh, Cornhole. Ha- having food. <laughs> yeah. is oh, yeah. kind of a must also. That's yeah, a third food. one. Uh Make Though I, on that same note, I also enjoy the places that don't have food so I can bring my own food in mm. because we have a lot of food trucks and 
popping I was gonna say, company. I'm a sucker for a food truck. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Back yeah. before Craft Brood started having their own food, <laughs> right? Yes. Then, I could after? get yeah. a whole plate of Thunderbird wings oh or Thunderbird God. thighs yes. and walk right two feet in the door of you Craft might have, Brood. I know. You might have been there that day. He might have been there that day. I may have been there that day, but yeah, I remember. I mean, the food truck was there all the time. He'd pull yeah. up right next to the little patio there, yep. and yeah, he was there. And Thunderbird was, was there for a while, for a long time. Yeah. And he just up and left one day. Yeah, he, I think he us. decided to kind of do catering. Oh, really? Well, the truck, okay. from what I understood, died in, a, in yeah. so, some way or another with the motor. So, oh. I mean. So he ended up going from there over to the original Southern Grist location for a while. Oh, Uh-oh. didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's oh, where he okay. got, that's where he moved to was <laughs> okay. the new Southern Grist location. Uh, anyway. Just parked the truck there since it didn't move. I guess so. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but his food was amazing, and yes, those were his good times when you could so just get good. it and walk in. Yeah. yeah. You know what I've got to try is Hurt's Hot Chicken. I keep oh, seeing so, so good. many good. Like, I've got so many friends swear by it. Is that the one that we had yeah. at Shane Rogers cellar door? Does oh, Shane Rogers. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Shane Rogers will, will make... Rogers. Rogers, Rogers will make the uh, the hot chicken pierogies really? over at Barique with, with oh, Hurt's Hot Chicken. Yeah. man. I haven't had the pierogies yet. I got to try them yeah. sometime. Same. Because yeah. I mean, like homemade like handmade pierogies with hot chicken oh my yeah. god you can't beat that they I make mean. the hot they, they do the hot chicken cheese fries too. they do okay. oh my god. it yeah. is a heart attack in a plate like, oh yeah i seriously. think they have like a hot chicken pizza maybe they Probably. have a hero as well they do a euro they do cheese fries i mean it's the works and it's like good it's still keeping the hot chicken like flavor profile the way it is yeah. like how it should be kind of thing i I had the uh, uh, years ago the party foul poultry geist. Oh, jeez! It's a bomb. It, it's an abomination of hot chicken. <laughs> it, you'll get several bites in, and you know I. Shit yourself. I you might. You might at the table, wow. but you'll be chewing on gravel before it happens because ah. you can't taste or feel anything except the texture of your food at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, it was an experience. I was like, this is the probably the hottest, but it is not pleasant yeah <laughs> that's how i felt about the blazing wing challenge at yes, wild wings yes. i did that one year and like blazing wing challenge uh-huh. yeah it's uh 12 blazing wings in six minutes and you okay. get a you know t-shirt or something right yeah um i don't recommend it no like <laughs> it's fun. not worth it i didn't but no i mean after after a minute like your your whole face just goes numb you know yeah. it's not hot anymore you just don't feel anything right? they're probably using those extracts or whatever just to pump it up and make you feel so when i did it was before they uh Reworked the formula and started putting the ghost pepper in it. So even oh. now it's even more brutal. Oh gosh! But I mean, their trick is they'll they'll bring it to you straight out the fryer. So it's like just too hot <laughs> too to hot. eat. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had a friend in archaeology who uh, he doesn't do archaeology anymore, but he wishes he could. It's just not a the government doesn't really care for it. So his meals every day was that challenge because uh, where he was, they would give you the meal for free if you finished it. Oh, okay. So I, it was similar lines, but he knew he could get free food, and he has an ironclad stomach. So he just—you have to. I though. mean, he yeah. nailed through it. He even had the poultry guys when he visited one year, and just said, "Oh yeah, I'm a little gurgly, but it's cool. <laughs> I don't understand, dude." Wow, because <laughs> that's got all the I mean, demons of the Pepper family in it. Just walk I know. in and do it wearing a diaper and a bib. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for the challenge. You That's will right. need both of those things. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is a prepared man right there, mm-hmm. or baby, one of the or two, baby. <laughs> yeah. man baby, and ba- man baby. Yeah, 
I mean, no worse than that woman who drove all the way to Florida wearing a diaper, the former astronaut. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, this happened years ago. Was this like a fetish thing? Or <laughs> That's no, what it sounds like. It's not mine. <laughs> she was going to kill the wife of the man she was in love with or some shit Ooh. like that. Like, this is like a true crime thing that happened a few years back. Goodness. Oh. But she was an astronaut. She diapered up and drove all the way to Florida so she wouldn't have to stop to piss or anything. Diaper up. Wow, she was focused. She was oh, like, yeah. I'm going to get this done as soon as possible. She was on a mission. Dedication. Yep. Wow. Got to give her that. That needs to be on an episode of Dexter. <laughs> the diaper the diaper killer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think let's take a rinse break real quick, Mitch. What do you right. think? Sounds good. We'll right. be right back. We'll be right back. We're back from our rinse break. Right. Hey. I'm refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> that was not awkward right? <laughs> but i feel that like sometimes you, you go to bring the show back and you just the yeah. words don't come yeah no. i mean i i did get water but i also had beer <laughs> so I've, I've kept the journey going off yeah. <laughs> stay strong stay strong that's right what are we popping up over there Oh, this is going to be the uh, West Coast Style IPA from Highwire. Also from Highwire. Mm. Also from Highwire, yeah. That's a great um, beer. Double dry hop with Columbus, Chinook, Amarillo, and Simcoe. Ooh. Simcoe hops. Dang. What, what was the ABV? The ABV? Oh, wait, wait. Let's, let's try it first. And yeah, then, let's no, taste. let's okay. taste it first, and then we'll guess. <laughs> taste and guess. Because nobody knows the ABV on this That's beer. right. Nobody knows. <laughs> All right. Nobody knows the trouble. <laughs> West Coast IPA from Highwire. So this is your style IPA. This is my style. It's right up my alley. Oh, yeah. I like the label they've got with the gradient of colors. Mm-hmm. Shane, have you had this one before? Right. I, it looks like, like an Instagram logo yeah, or something. It does. Right? It does. Yeah. I have tried this one once before. Okay. Yes. I've had this one before, too. I really liked it. Pass that can back over for a second. Yeah. Good. I'm going to do a little Definitely transfer. Definitely some tangerine out of it. Oh, yeah. Tangerine. Okay. Do you get tangerine out of it? No. That is the... Looks can be deceiving. I poured this into a different glass and it was still full. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. The shape of the glass makes a big difference. Hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Your yeah. thoughts. Ooh, um, the definitely got is, that dankness that you like. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't, I, I don't dislike. If it, I had to choose one or the other, I'm probably more East Coast, but I do enjoy a West Coast. To me, it tastes a little bit different than what I was anticipating based off the nose. It's got a it lot does, of floral yeah. kind of taste to it. it I'm does, digging yeah. it. I dig it. Though. Nose and palate's got that, all that, that floral bitterness. That acidity on the tongue is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like little dancing bubbles in my mouth. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Bitterness stays with you on the end too. Yeah. Just kind of stays. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm. Maybe it's not tangerine. Maybe it's like orange peel is what I'm getting. Maybe grapefruity with a. I get a little bit of grapefruit, maybe. Definitely citrus. It... I mean... Oh, citrus for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. definitely. Would it be grapefruit or stone fruit? Because uh, I'm not sure I've ever had stone fruit. Me neither, but You're I... You're going to get more grapefruit from the east, uh, but yeah. Might be more stone fruit then. Yeah. Because I feel like stone fruit might be a little touch bit more bitter than grapefruit. I don't know. Less juicy, more bitter. That would make sense. That stone fruit's always... Tagline. 
less juicy, less more juicy, bitter. There more we bitter. go. <laughs> That'd be right. That's that's your tagline for an IPA. <laughs> less juicy, less more juicy, bitter. more bitter. Mm-hmm. How many of us have ex girlfriends like that? <laughs> more bitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that all of them? <laughs> <laughs> so, any guesses on uh, ABV on this? I'll go with. Uh, I'm going to go along with the taste. I'm going to just say. Maybe eight and a half. I'll go with eight. I'm going to be uh, that fat kid from, from uh, Varsity Blues. Tan! Fucking tan! <laughs> tan! <laughs> was it Billy Bob? That, was a, that would be Billy Bob, yeah. Uh, William Robert also. But uh, yeah, exactly right. 10%. <laughs> Yay! It's like I, I knew it ahead of time, but I really didn't. It was a guess. Nobody at this table knew that this Nobody was 10% knew beer. I will say, though... Mitch said he's going based off of taste alone, and he guessed eight and a half. I wouldn't have guessed ten yeah. on this beer, right? No, I would have guessed lower than that. I would have, you know, eight and a half is, seems like a good guess, but ten percent definitely wouldn't have gone there. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, we joked about it before we turned the mics back on. You know, like ten percent. Mitch was literally reading the side, and we were like, "Holy <laughs> shit, ten <10%?" laughs> percent!" You can't recreate that, you know, that aha moment. But yeah, you know, a lot of us have already like I've had this one. You've already had yeah. this one as yeah. well. Um, and I remember drinking a whole can of it going, this was, you know, it was easy, easy. drinking. It was yep. really good. I guess I just never looked at the ABV because when Mitch pointed out it was 10%, it, it surprised the shit out of me. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just, it's very well balanced. But you can get in trouble with those West Coast oh, IPAs because I mean, they can, they can hide higher alcohols pretty well behind super dank hops and higher limits of IBUs. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that this one was higher in alcohol than I thought it was, but it just, it wasn't what I was, I was not expecting double digits out of that, but it was solid. I liked it. For sure. Yeah. And it was very good to break up all Mm -hmm. these big heavy things we're drinking right now too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's got a nice Christmas to it too. Crisp. Ness, not Christmas. Nice Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Merry Christ- Christmas. Christmas. Christmas in July. Stouts will get you, man. Christmas in July. I like yeah. that. There Christmas in There's July. the name of the episode. There Christmas go. in July. Christmas there we in go. July. God. Ooh. And that's yeah. how easy it is to name a show. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You just let it happen organically. <laughs> Orgasmically? Orgasmically. Perhaps. Mouthgasm. Me. Nah, orgasmly. <laughs> we'll just oh, make sure to get This uh, is when the beer's starting to kick of, in. Okay, well, speaking of orgasmically, we did have Wait, a conversation what? on the way up here about, because I like to give people notes on how to taste yeah. beer. Oh, yeah. I mean, when there's two dudes in the car, right? You're talking about <laughs> how to taste beer. And I came up with a little acronym. Hmm. And as I'm thinking about the acronym in my head, <laughs> yeah, Zach's laughing. He's already, he knows. All right, so the acronym, ASTMO. Astmo, which also kind of sounds like ass to mouth. It does. It does. does. And when you really break down what I'm about to tell you, you're going to be like, that applies to both. (laughs) So Astmo, A-S-T-M-O, appearance. All right. Mm -hmm. And then from there you go to the (laughs) smell. (laughs) Smell your. He's over here doing things with his fingers. I'm trying to figure it out. Sorry. I'm just counting along with okay. you. Well, do so, you glove right. up for this or not? Sit on no. My <laughs> no, no, you're good. Uh, appearance, smell. Mm-hmm. Next comes taste, mouthfeel, mm-hmm. and overall. 
So when you're tasting a beer, you take all these things into consideration. Mm. But Astmo, I guess if you're doing Astmo mouth, you also take all of that into consideration. You really a- do. Appearance, smell, taste, mouth feel, and overall. There you it is. Astmo. Yep. <laughs> Astmo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just get that? No. Just, oh, okay. The way you said <laughs> it, you're just like Astmo. No. Well, I thought it was Astmo. Astmo. But I mean, it works. I know yeah, it, it does. A S T M O. I like your the way you you present it better. <laughs> so, it's a little more obvious, I guess, yeah. when I said it. Huh? It's okay to go astmo. That's there right. We go. In fact, it's advised. Yeah, it's almost still, required. It's the only way I'd go. There yeah. was a movie with like four people that were astmo. Oh my god, the human centipede. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that movie for good reason. Mm-mm. I watched the trailer and said no thanks. So, yeah, but it was yeah, a wonderful. Who concept. sees the trailer and yeah. goes, "That's for me, <laughs> right?" <laughs> My God, uh, they made like two or three more, right? What if they were vegans? Uh, one other at least. That'd be. I mean, it go. I guess it'd go through smoother. It's organic. It's organic. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I 100% know what you're talking about, but just in case for the people that don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> which one are we talking about, Mitch? Huh. <laughs> Never mind. Human centipede? What? What's going on? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it flew over my head. Whatever. Yeah, it was. Okay, that was a bad one. Whatever. Too much beer, I guess. So I gotta ask, what's with the uh, dual butterfly switchblades over here? Was so that in case we got out of line yeah. for the uh, barrel barrel aged cordially yours. That's a wax top. <gasps> I have a knife oh. and a bottle opener of the same. Kind. Oh, okay. See. Yes. I thought that okay. your knife's more suited. First of all, that was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are uh, pretty good at that. I, I, yeah. I assume you both came from Latin street gang. <laughs> I'm a little white, but yes, <laughs> we're from the streets of Rutherford County, uh, the barrio. That's right, yeah. the barrio, the barrio of Rutherford County. Yeah, this. Uh, I don't remember where we got it. It was a Lagunitas bottle opener. Yeah, there is no funner way to open a bottle with a bottle opener than something that looks like a butterfly knife. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty fun, but you can wreck some shit with it or maybe even drop it. So it's not Don't recommended. Let go of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you seen they've got that special tool now that will like cut the wax and then also remove it? Oh, Ooh, yes. yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be handy. Sure would be. There or was a we need a bottle cork on the end of one of those too because like uh, we did a uh, recording a while back and it was one of Yazoo's funk beers. It was mm-hmm. when we did the uh, Baker and the Beard, the donut pairing yes. with the Yazoo beers, right? Yeah, Ooh. and they waxed it and corked it. And I should have expected this being the style it was. <laughs> yeah. But I did not have a cork screw of any sort. Right. So I just used uh, this handy dandy little butterfly knife and carved my own way. <laughs> <laughs> pushed, you pushed the cork down in and I poured it out until yeah. all the floaties came out. And then yeah. you just poured the glasses on top of that. We I thought we were in the clear. Hose for a pill there, we go. there you go. <laughs> Well, we thought we scraped that, you know, we're like, yeah, Mitch thought we're doing a good job, you know, getting that wax off. And then the second layer presented itself and we're like scratching our heads. Like, how are we going to do this? We didn't have a bottle of, like we didn't have a wine opener. So yeah, know, we couldn't get that cork out. So Mitch just started whittling away with his knife. Feels enough to just push it down inside the bottle and then pour the beers out. So, real chunky sour. Yeah. Yeah. A little, yeah. little corky. A little, yeah, a little corky. <laughs> Still came out fine, but yeah, it was a little bit of work. It was work intensive after a few beers. Mm-hmm. I mean, cork is digestible though, right? Like, it's not going to hurt anything. 
I mean, it absorbs water. So. <laughs> it hurt, but it may not, it may not have hurt anything in the end. It's a little quirky. It felt but... a little uncomfortable. <laughs> trust me. But that IPA was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very it nice. Was really good. That was a, a, you know, a good transition into the next few. So we have two more, I believe. Uh, we've got the Impulse Buy from Southern Grist, which is a collaboration with uh, Magnemos Brewing. Magnemos? Can't say another one Magnanimous? for sure. Magnemos? Magnanimous? Uh, it's 12% ABV, so the Bourbon County Stout, uh, which is the number four, um, the Bourbon County Special Number Four Stout from 2020, is looking for the ABV on this one, and I don't. Magnanimous. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good with words. I'm just really not good with words. From the Magma Brewing Company. Yeah. Magma. Smegma. It's from the earth. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. If you don't mind, I'll let you do it. Yeah. Do the Bourbon County style next. So oh. this is the bourbon. Not as much as a psh as I was hoping for. Not as much of a psh. I hope it's not flat. No, no. There was, nah. there was a little there bit. There was a little bit of psh. Bit of psh. Okay. I just, no, there, there was some psh. I, I just I always appreciated it in terms of audio recording. I, mm -hmm. I want like that big can crack. Oh yeah, yeah. And the psh, and the oh. same, oh, yeah. yeah. The Bourbon County Special Number Four Stout 2020 is an oatmeal stout. I'm reading it straight off of Goose Island's website. <clears throat> an oatmeal stout variant of the original Bourbon County Stout, also aged in bourbon barrels that uses crystal oats to add Thank a you. nutty character and a smooth mouthfeel. After barrel aging, adding coffee both cold coffee and single origin coffee from ethiopia uh, to bring out a pleasant fruity coffee character lastly bourbon barrel aged maple syrup from bissell maple farms in ohio is added to provide complexity to the nutty oats and coffee to round out the flavors ultimately reminiscent of your breakfast special at the local diner that was a lot. That's a that mouthfeel. That's a whole. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole mouth thing. Just to say, it's a it's a bourbon barrel aged stout. It is delightful. Yeah. Smells really good. Let's try it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had like you know three or four sips in the time it took you to read that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a whole paragraph. And Ooh. I did just learn to read, apparently. <laughs> so I'm still learning my big words. Reading is fundamental. Yes. Mm. Wow. Very, very nice. Can you read that again? No. <laughs> Don't ask me to. How about this? Just notes of All right, mocha If you're listening at home, you want to hear it again, just hit uh, back 15 yeah, yeah, four back times. 15, right. <laughs> okay, let me summarize. Beer, good, flavorful. Yay. <laughs> Lots of stuff in it. Develops in the bottle up to two years. Ooh, okay. Wow. Definitely feels a little complicated to the palate. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And 60 IBUs as well. So supposedly more on the bitter side, I guess. But I feel like there's enough alcohol and sweet and sugar and sweetness in it to kind of balance it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not because I, I don't a really bit get of bitterness it. on the back end. Yeah, there's a mm -hmm. little bit that stays with you, but it's not over the top. Right. That's super. That is not one you can just power through. Mm -mm. No. Uh-uh. This one you have to treat like a lady with respect. Exactly. You're not sure. 13.3. 13. Okay. Thank you. That's what I was about to look up. I could nurture this with a cigar or something Ooh, of the pipe. effect. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Grab some some yeah. some good pipe mm -hmm. tobacco. 
I do Thank have some with me. But... On there. You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just grab a good pipe and just yeah. go to town. Yeah. <laughs> just put a pipe with your choice. Yeah. That. <laughs> Works it would be way. great with whatever you feel should go in that pipe. Mm-hmm. Just put a pipe in your mouth and have at it. That's right. <laughs> puff, puff, drink. Puff, puff, drink. <laughs> Now, you know, that sounds like a really good time. <laughs> we'll have an episode that lasts about 20 minutes with that. Yeah. <laughs> that or four hours, one of the two. Yes. We'll forget it's recording yeah. and it'll go like six. We start like, talking about the origins of the universe. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is good. What do you guys, what do you think? Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to treat it re- with respect because... Definitely get that roastiness. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's that sweetness on there. Really nice on the tongue. Mm-hmm. This has class to it. Yes. Speaking of class. Oh, put your pinky up. That's yeah. right. There Gotta you have go. the pinkies oh, up. Oh, and uh, what'd you all think of that latest Fast and Furious movie? No. I I feel like it was missing the, the great acting of Dwayne Johnson because he wasn't in that. Everybody was else he was not? Like, what? Okay. Yeah, he's not in Oh, it? shit. Did I just spoil it for you guys? Well, no. no I, I don't <laughs> I give a shit. I, I mean, I understand <laughs> that it's a classic. And was I don't he not in the trailers? Like, I feel like I saw him. <laughs> he was I thought not he was. in the no, most recent in Fast and the Furious movie. Oh. No, he was not. Well, what it's, happened to family? They it's brought nothing without family. <laughs> uh, Diesel, hello. I feel like they had, because they couldn't get Dwayne Johnson this time around, they brought in John Cena. And I can't tell you how many times... In the movie theater, when I'm sitting there and John Cena shows up on the scene and some jackass behind me goes, I don't see anybody talking on yeah. the screen right uh, now. You just okay. you ruined my joke, man. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. <laughs> Why is he in a movie when you can't see him? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to John <laughs> yeah. Cena. But no, that's even funnier. Yeah. Same guy that Probably did the, the first movie. Time, like. Same guy that was in a movie with Amy Schumer, though. Ah. Uh, who complained about the sex scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wait, wait. Wow. Amy complained or he did? No, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's understandable. If it was going the other way, I I I couldn't see it. <laughs> Man, not a movie I would recommend for the record. And you're talking to a guy that has just like I just shamelessly go see every single one of them opening oh, weekend. Every single one. I've been the first one to me was basically um just straight out of my high school it was just, yeah. so I just kind of fell for it and I just ran with it and I loved watching oh yeah that was like my first of year of college and I yeah. had like a Dodge Neon I thought it was the fastest fucking street car <laughs> yeah. uh, it was the fastest fucking street car that <laughs> night when you left hell yeah it was yeah exactly yeah the, the number of people peeling out of the movie theater parking lot after seeing Fast and Furious yeah that, that had to have been a nationwide thing oh yeah uh, actually, I was reading stats on. I was, it was this is about two years ago, but I read when the first Fast and the Furious movie hit theaters on opening weekend, car accidents went up by thirty seven percent. Opening weekend of the Fast and the Furious movie, and you can't attribute Whoa. it to anything else. Eighty five percent, other than that, of which were Mustangs, <laughs> probably, yeah, probably, or Honda Civics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots with with the underbody lights. That's uh-huh. right. R.I.P. Paul Walker. That's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, you really? <laughs> Uh, point- this is for you, Polly. Polly. <laughs> point Break with Cars is basically the way to describe the first one. Man. Is, is basically, and I just, I was hooked ever since. This last one, terrible. Wouldn't recommend it. Kind of like the remake of Point Break. <laughs> kind of like the remake of Point Break. <laughs> also terrible. Also terrible. Okay. I saw that. Oh, it was terrible. Don't. 
save no save yourself an hour and a half uh-huh Man. that's the thing with this drink like i don't have any good topics that are high class you know what i mean <laughs> because this is a good this is a good beer thank you for bringing it yeah this is solid well, uh, this one came from DJ, actually. Oh, I, you're the one that brought it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, hey, you, you want to take credit, go for it. No, no, I was not taking credit. I'll That's take credit. This <laughs> one. So DJ brought this one. He went up to he went up to the brewery amongst visiting a couple of a few other places. And I just get a text one day. This was this actually might have been um, around the time when I had just finished recovering from COVID-19. I get his text and he was like, hey, I'm at Goose Island. What do you want? And I'm like what do you got? You know, he's like, I've got like seven bourbon County brand stouts here in front of me. And I was oh like, my God. So he just basically gets on untapped screenshots. All of them sends it to me. I was like, I want this one, this one, this one, this one, and this one. And he was like, well, I got you the first one. I was like, cool, done. That's hey, all I want. All right. <laughs> yeah. And it's been aging since, nice. you know, it's been, it's wow. been sitting well. So, uh, big ups to DJ. He's sometimes gets, gets on the show with us. Guest host from time to time. Nice. So he's a good dude, good beer drinker. Cheers to DJ. Cheers. Cheers, DJ. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, so speaking of movies, I went to, I took the kids to our first in-movie theater movie ooh. for the first time yesterday since the start of COVID. Nice. nice. We went and saw Cruella. Oh, how was it? Surprisingly good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And it was like a, God, it was like two hours and 15 minutes or something. Oh, like wow. 220. It was a long ass fucking movie, yeah. but uh, no, I mean the kids loved it. My my youngest, like at the end, she clapped. You know, oh, like uh, you're cute, but uh, white people, right? <laughs> I wonder if that movie's gonna spur another Dalmatian craze. Craze. You know, it. There were three Dalmatians in the entire movie. Oh wow! And they don't make you want to get a Dalmatian because they're very mean. Okay, valid. It's yeah. a valid point. I don't. I was a veterinary technician for almost ten years. Oh wow! So uh, I can accredit that. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would assume they were just like really, really chill, like fire station dogs. Right. They can be, but but they're, they're like big energy. Yeah. Kind of like Cooper, man. You're oh Coop. Cooper. I got a pointer. Ah. Spotted, nice. much like a Dalmatian. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he's an asshole. He, uh, <laughs> I was, he, he's still a puppy. He's only about yeah ten months old now. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, Friday night, my daughter was so last week. Uh, my daughter went to uh, music theater camp. Ooh. We sent her for a week, like three hundred fifty bucks. Oh man. Um, five days. They go like all day. Friday night, they put on the show. And how you can learn wow. the music, the choreography just everything yeah. to put on a show after five days is beyond me, but the kids did it. They fucking pulled it off and it was a great show. Nice. Mm. Super proud of my kids. She had like, you know, typically like the, the lead roles are going to go to the older kids and then like the younger kids get. So, you know, she had like, you know, the bit, well, like she was a uh, cheerleader at one point. She was a thespian. Mm. Anyways, all this to say is a that thespian. we, um, a thespian. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yes. All this is to say that we um, left Cooper at home in the crate Hmm. We gave him uh, like a rawhide to chew on, keep him busy. He's, yeah. he's a chewer. Uh, he chews. <laughs> yeah. He fucking everything. Like I, I <laughs> don't everything. even get me started. So yeah, I come downstairs this morning. He had gotten into the pantry, pulled out a box of those single serving like French vanilla, yeah, uh, creamer type things, mm-hmm. chewed them all up. So he was just like, oh my god, th- this thing has a sweet surprise inside. <laughs> oh the entire gosh. box. So I had to come down and like oh, shampoo the, the, the carpets this morning <laughs> before my wife got up and uh, had another fit. Because yesterday, um, because of the rawhide we gave him, mm. he uh, took a massive greasy shit in the oh, dining room. Nice. On the Dang. carpet, of course. Not like where it of could course. be easily Not on the hardwood, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Where it's nice and cushiony. Yeah. 
<laughs> so this was like late afternoon. I had yeah, <laughs> I had gone into the uh, bedroom just to lie down for a little bit, and my wife like she comes busting through the door, and I could tell she's mad. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, what's up? And she just like goes in the bathroom, grabs like the we got this little uh, like like vacuum shampooer. Oh yeah, uh, grabs that. Like, hey, you okay? Doesn't say a word. I'm like, oh, mm. she's pissed. Mm. So. And since she has the door open, like, I smell it. Oh. You know, I'm just like, oh, God. All right, let me get up. I'll go down there. <laughs> and there was, like, probably a pile as big as this hat here. Oh, man. Of just, like, greasy, disgusting shit. Yeah. Oh. So, I, I, I'm i a gentleman. I pick up the bulk of it with the paper towels, you know, get a little of my hands. It, it, it's just, it's life. It happens. Yes, yep. yes. Um, and then she goes back and she shampoos it. So she was uh, she was really unhappy with Cooper yesterday. Aww. So that's why, like this morning when I saw he tore on some other stuff, I'm like, oh, let me get all this cleaned up before she gets up, so she doesn't get even more mad. Yeah, <laughs> she, wanna, she's a bad at her rope's end. I want to rewind real quick. You said there's a place you can send kids for three hundred fifty dollars a week, and then you don't have to deal with them. Yeah. <laughs> so and I have one of those expensive option. Really, it's way cheaper. Hmm. Also, they could go work for Nike. Yeah, true. You know, just like one way plane money. ticket to China. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm considering options, Mitch. So, well, I don't know how old your kids are, but the boys. Eighteen girls? months. Oh. Oh well. Mm. Well, they can't go to the boys and girls club then. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You need a few more years. <laughs> yeah. Once they get like school age, <laughs> thinking here, childcare gets way cheaper. Yeah. Okay. Because we were paying literally like twenty grand a year at one point. Yeah. Oh man. It's insane. <clears throat> yeah. That's a racket right we there. We found we found one of the lesser And that's just for two kids. The lesser Damn. expensive ones in the area in Lebanon and it was <clears throat> I think it runs about nine hundred, maybe thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a mortgage payment for all intents purposes. Yeah, you know? It is like, sure. you can live in a house or you can work your ass off and send your kid to daycare also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the odds are definitely stacked against you if you have a small kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like okay, I gotta work, but if I gotta work, then I gotta spend a thousand bucks. So it means I gotta, I gotta make at least two thousand yep. a month just to make any sort of profit. Yep. Or you can stay home and not work and take care of a kid and then go. But I mean, like, it's not going to be as expensive if I send them to daycare. I could still squeeze out a couple extra hundred dollars a month if I wanted to do that. And it's just like, nah. Mm. But then you're essentially giving up your entire month. Your for a entire month dollars. for a couple extra hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I was I was in that boat at one point. It's a lose lose situation. Yeah, yeah. See, my parents did it right. I'm the oldest of four, and okay. there's five year difference between me and the next one. There you oh, go. Wow. You became daycare built in babysitter. Right yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Summers goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, that was. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Good times. And that's what's great about my daughter being the age that she is, is that she can now babysit our youngest. Nice. And, you know, we, we hook her up. We give her some money because yeah. we're at a point now where, like, typically you go out with your kids and your kids aren't this age yet. But you go out and they see something they want, a toy, candy, whatever. You got to buy it for them, you know? Mm-hmm. No. Because you want to... No, well, we don't. No, but it, yeah, I get what you're saying. No. I'm not saying I'm I'm beholden <laughs> to my kids. No, you fucking don't. <laughs> my kid knows better. Okay, let, let me let me clarify. They do not hold me hostage. If they if I don't want to buy them something, I won't. But a lot of the times I do because I love them and it's some you know if it'll make their day or whatever, I'm gonna do it. But now that they're doing chores, getting allowance, now mm. it's like okay, if you want to go to five below and have like a little a little ghetto bougie spending spree, yeah, use your money, no problem, yeah. Perfect. Done. Good way to teach them responsibility. That's exactly. It. Yep. 
something I definitely wish I had growing up myself. Just like uh, through the younger 20, 20 era, like whenever you get your first credit card kind of thing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Everybody's been through that yeah. experience. Was like, yeah. I, I lived on credit cards through college, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's like max amount, pay the minimum. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Try to squeeze on by after the student loans came through. Uh-huh. But then don't pay the credit card. Use that to like take your friends out for dinner. <laughs> but hey, you exactly. got that free yeah. pizza, though, when you signed up for the credit card. <laughs> so at least you got a meal out of it. Yeah, and then when you not buy another pizza, it ends up costing like one hundred twenty dollars in the long run. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a it's a gambit. All of that. It's yeah. just such a it it just and, sucks, and, man. <laughs> and these companies are so willing to send these cards to eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds. Well, and here's the thing: I had a platinum card at nineteen. You know, yeah. talking about credit cards. How about we crack the impulse buy? Sounds hey, good to me. Good segue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I will say they don't teach you the stuff you need to know in school. They really <laughs> they don't. They teach you don't. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Yeah, let me tell you how much stuff in high school yeah. I don't use in my day to day. Zero. Right. And all that math shit. Nobody cares. Fuck Unless you're going to be an engineer or a mathematician. Well, they tell you, you know, or some sort of scientist. I do, I do kind of, you know, some computer programming, but basically <laughs> like database development. But to do what I do, they say, oh, you need like three years of math and then you need differential equations, matrix. And I go, I'm becoming a p- computer programmer so that the computer will do it for me. I'm not trying to teach the computer how to math. The computer knows how to math. I'm doing it so that I don't have to do it. And they're like, doesn't matter. You need eight years of math. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Did you get that poor? I got it, man. <laughs> Did you put it right up close put to the microphone? Right up to the mic. Oh, yeah. Little Richard, <laughs> shut up. I'm trying to pour over here. Mm. That sounded pretty good, too. Oh. Beergasm. Mm. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that clink, though. That was me drinking too much. Break the glass. Hello, <laughs> Colonel Clank. Clank. <laughs> Colonel Clank. Colonel Clank. Ooh, this Imp- smells impulsive. Impulse by Southern Grist Brewing Company collaboration with. Wow, that's an mm. interesting note. Magnanimous. 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 Maga Brewing Company. Maga Brewing Company. Magnanimous Brewing. 12% ABV double imperial milk stout. Mm. Zagnut inspired imperial stout brewed with coconut and peanut butter. Wow. Please tell me the coconut's not too heavy. I know. I'm not a huge coconut. Me fan. either. I haven't tasted yet. I'm just sniffing right now. Okay. Yes and no. I can't <laughs> smell the coconut. You definitely so get the coconut, but you yeah. get a lot more too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a yes and no on the how much coconut you get. Really? Oh, it's not overabundant though. Yeah. I didn't get to it's taste subtle. a Southern Grist's triple coconut. Oh, but coconut too much for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was that much. <laughs> really? I mean, I guess I I'm just it, but it's not overwhelming. I'm a sensitive individual. You're cocoa sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that a new illness? I guess so. <laughs> I can, like, I, I can be whatever I want in 2021. Free now. Yeah, you're it's a thing. I need coconut free. Safe space. <laughs> coconut free. <laughs> I'm coconut free. <laughs> So this has a lot of that bitter chocolate taste to it, but then with a little punch in the side of the mouth with coconut. Mm. So it's like, it's there, but it's not on the nose. Maybe a little bit of like roasty coconutty mm. on yeah, the nose. I get the roasted. Yeah, now yeah, I can say I can do toasted coconut a little bit more. Toasted, not roasted or roasted and, well, I mean, and toasted. Either one. <laughs> right now he's toasted. I like yeah. to get both. <laughs> I like can to get roasted both? and toasted. Uh-huh, right. Yes. <laughs> I think they call that getting crunk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the kids say nowadays. 
that slaps <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to get on the tiktok if you want to oh, see geez. what the kids are watching you know i'm barely on instagram <laughs> yeah, no thank you instagram's easy it's just a bunch of pictures man yeah my nephews and nieces all between the ages of uh 13 to 20 I say the wrong things every time they come to town and it's glorious. <laughs> like, I love it. I'm like, this is lit. And they're like, nobody says that. No, old yeah. Nobody says that. <laughs> I was on the YouTubes the other day. Yeah. <laughs> the internets, the internets. Mm-hmm. It's like saying I'm going to the Kroger's. <laughs> what is oh, it right. with Southerners Don't adding even. S's onto the end of no everything? <laughs> Kroger's Walmart's. Liam's People going Neeson's. to the Walmart. Liam's Neeson's is my Liam's jam. Neeson's. Yeah. Liam's Neeson's. <laughs> That's what I appreciate about you, Katie. Is that what you appreciate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super jealous. Uh, I feel Jay, like there's a story Shane, here. Shane and his wife got a got tickets to the Letterkenny live tour in oh. like like April or something. Oh. Uh, February. February. It's, uh, February 15th. Nice. Okay. They're going to be at TPAC. Nice. Oh. Yeah. I would That'd love to see that, but I think at this point there's only single seats available, and yeah. I'm like, even though I Unless know they would be in the same room. Money. Unless you want to spend big money, it's single seats available. Right. Right. Now. right. But, Which I like Letterkenny, but I can watch on Hulu for twelve dollars a month. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like the live show where a majority of the crew is going to be there. Oh, that would be fun. That would yeah. be that fun. Would be, I, it's I'm I'm jealous. That's I, like, our I'm Valentine's Day plans. That nice. and obviously dinner and whatnot. But yeah, it's that's going to be our plans. That's our Valentine's Day. Now, yes. isn't uh, Trailer Park Boys? Isn't Swearnet coming? Same same well? similar uh, matter of uh, subject. Yeah, yeah. Really? Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> uh, I ended up getting the live tickets to the December 11th show December or something show. like that. Yeah. I've not oh, wow. seen a single episode yeah i really? got into it similar um if trailer you like park it. in canada instead okay letter kenny it's very um they do a, a lot of one-liners and like their, their editing's Rambo, quicker when they yeah. when they get on a run yeah about a certain word they don't like maybe right moist uh-huh and everyone's coming up with different movie titles yeah swapping out words that is freaking hilarious letter kenny's got a lot of Just that wordplay yeah yeah yeah, yeah and, and I've said this many times before, like I am all about like wordplay and like clever lyrics. Mm-hmm. We were listening to the In the Heights soundtrack on the way up here. <laughs> yes, we were. Because uh, if you don't listen to our show, I'm a huge Hamilton fan. Like uh-huh. I, I fucking love musicals. Hamilton is uh, probably one of my favorites ever. But In the Heights came out recently, which was his first ever Broadway play. Oh. Which he wrote um, both, at, as he describes it, as a love letter to the Latin community. And also as a vehicle to get himself on stage. He basically wrote himself a lead part because on Broadway, a lot of these lead roles go to white people. Right. Yeah. So In the Heights is phenomenal. Um, you know, like Cubano, Africano, Latino, uh, Hispanic music. Mm. Um, there's some hip hop in there. The, the If you see the, the actual movie, not just the soundtrack, the choreography is phenomenal. Um, the, 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 the actors are all just beautiful people. Like it's just, it's a joy to watch. It's already off of HBO Max. I watched it like three times. Almost went for fourth, but my daughter was like, Dad, I'm going to need like a few months. <laughs> Which understandable. Yeah, I get that because my mom did The Sound of Music with me growing up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. <laughs> and not only did she play that for me, the schools played it for me too. Every music class through there elementary. There was no break, like, was there? Dude. A female. Yeah. <laughs> a drop of golden sun. I, I actually went to that in. in Austria. I've oh. been there. Nice. It's actually super cool to go and check it out. Uh, Many years ago, but, but yeah, yeah, we sang we sang those songs in like you know chorus in right. elementary school. Austria, yeah. good day, mate. Different shrimp on the bobby. Put another shrimp on the bobby. Yeah, different location, but uh, close, very close. Definitely a reference to Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> 
Austria. I'm glad you cleared that up for me. Well, good day, Mike. <laughs> I got it right away. Yeah. I, yeah. As soon as he said, as soon as you mentioned put another shrimp on the barbie, I was like, yep. Okay. Man. Yeah. I started Hamilton the other day and it's really good. I'm not it's, one for music. It's so long. Yeah. It's it like is. three hours. I had to pause it. I, that, that's expected. I yeah. mean, I, I took my daughter to see it on Broadway uh, January before COVID hit. Mm. And it was great, but it was such a long show, man. Like, I, 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 outside of intermission, I probably took one or two other bathroom breaks just because yeah. it's so much. I feel like there's a, with live shows, there's always that energy you uh, yeah. I, I embrace. And it kind of, you don't see Broadway recorded often. And with Hamilton, it was recorded and sent out. And I still get a similar energy from that, from a live performance. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I need a break real quick. <laughs> but it's it was awesome. Um, yeah, really well shot. Like they uh, they actually did it in two days. Oh wow! They did uh, one day where they actually had the live studio audience, mm -hmm. and then the next day was all about like the 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 crane moves, the dolly pushes, nice. the close ups, and all that. And then they mash it all together. A little technical. But like, that tells you like how talented these people are that right. they can put the exact same show on twice in a row. Yeah. And I mean, for well, for Broadway actors, it's like time after time after time after time after time. That's right. like all they do. Mm -hmm. Time after time. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly what we needed just now. One hundred percent. I've been trying to find like uh, I listen to Dr. Drew sometimes and uh, he's, he's still on. Well, with your mom's house. Excuse whoa, whoa, me. Oh, <laughs> hey, getting personal. All right. All right. Hold on. All right. I'll break it down. I'll break it down. I'll break it down. So. Denise uh, Johnson was a saint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I've loved Dr. Drew ever since what, what was that TV show? Like love connection or whatever. Yeah. yeah I used to watch him like in the like late nineties. Right? Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He's professional, but has that little edge to him where he can bring in like, okay, you said this and here's like my expertise showing here. And uh, so your mom's house is a podcast turned into like a whole studio effort for Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky. They're both uh, husband and wife comedians. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know Tom. I didn't know his wife was a comedian as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, Tom's uh, hilarious. Dude, My God. he's, he, uh, he he's cracks He's talking up. about like, you know what would be great to be an old-timey doctor? We should be like, you got ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk as hell. Yeah. Man, but they put on this podcast. It's been going on for years. I can't remember when they started, but I started listening to them before they had the video and all that. And they're friends with Joe Rogan and, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Renowned astrophysicist. Yeah, right. Burnt Chrysler. Uh <laughs> Burt Kreischer. Kreischer. You don't know. <laughs> I thought you said Burnt Chrysler. I Burnt did. Chrysler. I did. So the play on his name is no one gets it right when he goes to live shows oh, okay, and stuff. Okay, Everyone yeah. mis like doesn't do it right. So the play through <laughs> your mom's house is like always getting his name wrong. Gotcha. And uh, then now, did uh, you see the the show he had on Netflix? Yes. Like the, the cabin or the cabin? Yeah. My God, was that funny? I loved when. Uh, oh, what was her name? Um, she she. I'll have Miss Pat. She was uh, along with the same episode with uh, the guy from Community and whatever John her McHale? yeah Mikkel and uh, uh, that white lady I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember her name <laughs> anyway both very successful people but Miss Pat white lady oh, that one white lady Miss Pat is uh, she she comes from a rough part of the uh, part of the world and she yeah. has her own experiences and brings it on that on the cabin episode I think it's like episode three or something I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. 
she's the one that gets in the inner tube or something on the river and she's like get me the fuck out of here Bert like <laughs> but anyway uh that's that was my favorite episode with that one but they're all friends there's two bears one K Bert Kreischer Tom Segura two but bears, one yeah <laughs> I mean classic stuff but yeah um I've lost the point of my message but uh I don't remember where I was going with That's that. That's the other alcohol of the beer, right? right? It is. I've lost. I started and then it just kind of <laughs> fell. Yes, but uh, Dr. Drew, they have a something like late night with Dr. Drew or something like that. But it's a whole segment with him and the team that puts on the podcast for your mom's house. Tom and Christina are are on it occasionally, but it's all Dr. Drew again, and he takes on user submission questions. Okay, which are crude, rude, and you know. Most of the times you're just kind of like, okay, there is a comedy to it. And he takes the approach that everyone wants and they want to know more about themselves because our education system sucks. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's filling that void for a lot of people who are, you know, younger adults. And that's what was good about Loveline is people yeah. would, would write in with, with uh, uh, you know, questions about like, you know, anal sex. Right. Well, they're not going to teach you that nope. in school. See what had happened is <laughs> what had happened was, and, and just to be clear, like that's not ever like been my thing, but if I were to be into it, I would want to be like, I would want to know about it. Exactly. I want to be educated. Yeah. It's a, it's good to have the awareness aspect of it, whether you like it or not kind sure. of thing. And, uh, Dr. Drew's filling that void for a lot of people who are anywhere from 18 to 65. Like, cause wow. no one got taught void it. for people trying to fill that void. Stop yes. at 65 or does he go all the way to 69? I mean, he does do 69 probably with his wife even now. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they, well, <laughs> it's joked about on there too. I'm not just saying that, but they've got a strong sex drive together even now. So, I mean, good for them. Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're doing great. So uh, that was my spiel about Dr. Drew, I guess. <laughs> Your Dr. Drew plug. Dude, I love that guy. He's awesome. Yeah. He also loves musicals. So I, I keep meaning to go back and listen to what he suggested to watch. Right on. But yeah, um, that's the last bit I got on that. I'm going to drink my beer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's uh, changing gears a little bit? What's next for the poor choice of words? Like, do you guys have anything in the pipeline coming down that you guys are getting excited about? Or yeah. Yeah. Actually, August, I believe it's August 6th, is that Friday night? Um, okay. Half Batch is doing a big release at the terminal, the game terminal here oh, in Nashville. Wow. Yep. Um, they are going to be the house beer for nice. the terminal. Really? Yep. Nice. So they're doing good like a for big, them. Right. That's a big thing. Yeah. yeah like, that's going to be a good volume thing for them. Um, it's going to be great for their business, going to help them, you know, keep on growing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, after that, we got to get with uh, Brandon Jones from Yazoo. Yep. Nice. Uh, mm -hmm. Prost and Riot wants us on. Yep. Like we we finally gotten to the point that we set out to last year before yep. everything shut down, mm -hmm. where we want to be out there in the community. It's a community yeah. podcast. We wanted we exist solely to support local breweries. Yeah, sure. No matter who you are, like even if I don't particularly care for your beer, like if it's just okay beer, I'm still going to promote it because Definitely. you're local and you deserve it. Mm -hmm. And Nashville's got them. Like they've got, we've but, got yeah, so Nashville's many. Nashville's got like a ton of great beer. It's like, amazing, yeah. yeah. And uh, I can't believe how many more are just being added this year into next. So it's a constant need. They well, that need goes it. that goes back to the whole, you know, are we oversaturated yet? Some people say, oh, God, another craft brewery. Like, isn't there enough of that already? No. Well, one, no, there's not. <laughs> but number two, there are there are more opening, and we said this again. Mm -hmm. There are more opening than there are closing down right now which is i mean literally mathematical proof that we haven't hit that point of saturation yet and 
even aside, you know, oh, it's an IPA, it's a stout or whatever. It's like there are there are people in the craft beer community that are always looking to drink something that they haven't tried. Yeah. But I feel like there exactly. are there are more people that are interested in supporting their community and their right. breweries more than they are interested in trying a beer. And if a, if a local brewery opens up in their area and they're a craft beer guy, where are they going to be on a Tuesday afternoon after work? Wednesday, a Thursday, they're going to be sitting at their bar spending their hard-earned dollars yep. to promote and help keep that craft brewery alive. So right. that's just yep. it's further proof that craft beer is not nearly oversaturated enough. Even in our area, when you're seeing this boom of craft beer, it's just we're not there yet. Yeah, and it's getting to the point where like every neighborhood is starting to get like their own brewery now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where I think Smyrna might be the only town without their own dedicated brewery, which is why I keep talking to chad cooper which like he's <laughs> right. totally dead set on oh, yeah. nashville which i get frequency uh 528 yeah mm-hmm. they make good beer um but they're they're dead set on being in nashville which is good but i would love for a brewery to be in smyrna mm-hmm. right a place you Absolutely. can go to that has uh if not a food truck then like a kitchen yeah some place with an outdoor area some place to take your dogs i think that's where people are at right now like you just want to get out and socialize again because right. it's been so damn long yes you know? when with the oversaturation like you were talking about that came up three, four years ago. And then we had that whole ABV change, the right. law changing and everything going from 6.2 yeah. to 10.1. And that just made, that was a huge resurgence, especially in this area mm-hmm. because everyone's like, Oh, now we can kind of play with things. Now we can make these bigger, better things yes. instead of these confines that we have to stay within. Not only that, but the uh, distribution changes as well yes. that came out oh, for home brewers mm-hmm. and everything. Absolutely. Yep. Just, distribution itself like craft beer is going to enter a whole new kind of like medium i feel like in the next year or two where people are really really diving in well not just that but we've got a meadery in east nashville yeah who can only distribute right there in his area but he's making some great stuff by the way did not know about that until recently yeah honey tree meadery his name is ross um great dude used to work with little harpeth ways back and everything Mm. but he's putting out some great stuff that's awesome and He's so confined to his one small location right now, but with these new distribution laws and everything else, right. I mean, I'm hoping to see him out and about. I mean, it's it's good stuff. And mead itself is, it's one of those niche things. Yeah, mm-hmm. niche, niche. Either niche. way, I've learned it's either way because I spill into both. <laughs> right. <laughs> so either way, I mean, it's good stuff, and people are enjoying it. So why not? So yeah. the more we can get stuff like that too, because it just branches out the entire craft aspect of things mm-hmm. we talked about that a while back when we were with chad at tenfold and we were talking about oh yeah um you know there's the the whole distribution law changes but before that like you mentioned the the abv changes you know five years ago <clears throat> you couldn't get dogfish head 60 minute and right you know in a grocery store you had to go to a liquor store to get a six percent beer right you know not that you couldn't but i think what six one or six two was, was six the two. highest you could six go was the in a number, grocery yeah. store otherwise you had to go to a beer store and like why would why would you know a, a craft brewery want to put their beer in some place where that you can't i mean number one you can't get it you'd have to go to a liquor store to get it which was good it created kind of that that mis- that mystery in some sense but when I'm grocery shopping on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon or whatever, and I go, you know what? I want a good beer. Now, when you go to even Kroger or Publix or whatever, oh, yeah. you've got you all these cra- Publix. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can I get love seeing that. Yeah. yeah. It's great. You know, these 8% and these 9%, you know, you can go out. Hell, I had a, a Highland, um, uh, 
Pine, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was a 9% double IPA that I picked up at Publix yesterday. I got a six pack of it for 11 bucks. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And That's it's like, saying, I like, didn't have to go to a liquor store, store to where get it's it. at, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as you get some good stuff, like, like, like Wiseacre, you can usually get a few offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're starting to see more of like the Southern Grist. Um, what was the other one I saw recently? Of course, Yazoo's always been there. Right. right. Um, sure. But actually, like uh, down in Lakeland, where my brother lives, uh, Southern Grist and Bearded Iris have started to make their way down there. Oh, good wow. For them. Which is really cool. Central yeah. Florida. That was yeah. a, a good distance from here. That's, That's a, a drive. Trip. Yeah. Trust huh. me. Yeah. <laughs> I make it all the time. I'll be making it next week, actually. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and you're bringing back some goodness. Yes. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, Shane's going to house sit my cat, and I'm going to bring him some Florida goodness. Nice. Yes. Nice. <laughs> on the uh, on the Wiseacre that you mentioned, or the, the Bearded Iris and the Hazies and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So. Um, we just talked a while. We talked a little bit ago with Wiseacre, and we were talking with the uh, sales rep for them, Michelle. She's a real cool girl. Um, she brought with her some um, their new hazy Bow Echo, which kind of likens to a the way she described it. I, I kind of get it. I kind of do, but kind of think home style, but less on the juicy side. Okay. So um, great price point. I think I picked up a six pack the other day at Publix for a party that I had yesterday for like. 10 bucks nice and it was just like it fit it fit that you know it's like i had a few people coming over they're a big fan of the hazies you know they love ipas i can get a six pack of 12 ounce cans 10 bucks don't necessarily feel bad about you know raking my wallet over the coals when i do it right really good hazy by the way just figure i wanted to plug it because you mentioned you know hazies and ipas and white acres i actually just just tasted that exact beer three days ago oh yeah oh what'd Uh, you think clyde clyde my rep came in and I've known Clyde for years, Clyde Willis, and mm-hmm. uh, good dude. But he brought in a bunch of samples, yeah. six, six different samples of stuff. Most, of course, I've had before, mm-hmm. but it was good, yeah. And I mentioned before, I'm not a hazy guy, but right. this is really nice. So, mm-hmm. of course, I got a case of that coming in. Nice. It's definitely not overpowering. So no, that, exactly. That's my plus for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and along that same vein, one of the most underrated breweries in Asheville, in my opinion, is Honky Tonk. Mm. Honky Tonk. Because they make some great beer and their six packs or four packs of pints are like right around the $10 price point. Nice. Which is where I'm at because as much as I love Bearded Iris and Southern Grist and all these other guys. 18 bucks. I've seen seen Southern Grist go upwards of 22 to 24 for a four pack. I can't can't justify that. It's it's really hard. Like it's great, but it's so hard to to spend that kind of money on a regular basis. Uh Like to me, that's like, Oh, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to splurge on a four-pack of something. <laughs> right. Because yeah. Yeah. I can't afford a six-pack. i got to get a four-pack. No, but that's no, a uh, Yeah, Honky Tonk. I, I had their uh, their strawberry shortcake IPA. Oh, I yeah, think yeah. just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought it up to the casual pint, shared it with everyone. Mm. It is a great standalone beer, but it doesn't mix well with others just because like the, the, the flavors in it are really strong. Mm. Ah, so if it's your first beer and you can move on from there, you know, a little palate cleanse, yeah. it's great. Really, really good. And again... Ten bucks for a four pack. Yeah, that's that's a great price point. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I've had a few honky tonk offerings from I guess just the four packs, six packs, whatever they sell. I just remember picking up. I think it was a six pack of their IPA. Yeah, it was great, mm-hmm. and it didn't burn. Was me. it that one with the dragon on the can? It was. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's the All West right. Coast, which All was right. I, I was about to say. Yeah, because yeah. West Coast, you know, my style. Yeah, it, but yeah, it was it's awesome. Solid. Yeah, sure. they got a blueberry lemonade. I think it's Berliner Weiss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got mm. that cherry one. Cherry, yeah really good i'll have to try the cherry one they're, they're making some great stuff and like i said they don't get nearly enough attention i, I feel like i've been to honky tonk before it's near it's isn't in the it medical center yeah okay okay, yeah, okay. so you kind of have to go through these parking lots to get to it right mm-hmm. but i mean so the location's kind of out of the way but once you're in there cool spot i mean everyone there's 
I mean, just good people. So, hmm. yeah. Dumb question. Do they serve food as well or is it just beer? From my recollection last I was there, it's just the beer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe I hadn't been there then. I just, I, I remember I've had a couple of different honky tonk beers and they've both been when I was out at a restaurant. And for some reason, my mind is telling me I have been to honky tonk brewing when I sat down at a long table with a full menu of food and beer. But apparently mm-hmm. that is not the location. So I will digress. Mm-hmm. They did us a solid. Uh, the start of COVID, they were um, doing like all the other brews were doing where if you're in the Nashville area, you can place an order that'll deliver for free. Yep. Well, being in Smyrna, like you're outside of the Davidson County area, you know. Um, but me and another guy from Smyrna, we both said, "Hey, we'll both put in fifty bucks." So like hundred dollar total order. The guy's yeah. like, "We'll bring it to you." Bring nice. it to you. It was nice. awesome. By the way, good way to wrap it back around the number one craft brewery trend in 2021. Delivery. Direct to consumer beer <laughs> delivery. Oh, nice. nice. Without even knowing Whoa. it, you guessed the number Full one circle. answer. Nice. I love uh-huh. it. That's nice. awesome. And good on them for doing that too. Yeah. Well, in the area, in the Nashville area, Tailgate was the first to start doing that. Yeah. Old yeah. Wes was in on those meetings and everything. So he was the one that got that push. Yeah. For the brewers to be able to deliver their beer. So that's awesome. Go tailgate. And correct me if I'm wrong. They were also um, one of the breweries that like didn't furlough any workers, right? Yes. So we, there was a little bit of thing going on where we had to let the hourly people go for a short time. Okay. But once we were able to start delivering food, delivering beer, we would bring those people back. And mm-hmm. for the record, I used to work there. Mm. So this is why I say the collective we. We. Yeah. But yes. So managers and everybody stayed on. We kept doing the thing. kept brewing the beer. And that's when we really pushed hard on all the four packs, the six packs, the cans, that kind of thing. The to-go to stuff, the right? The to-go stuff. Yeah. And then we started delivering the pizza to-go as well. Yeah. Oh, pizza's great. At so it was really great because within each of the three locations at the time, which if you didn't know, they're now opening a fourth location at oh, the wow. airport. Awesome. Did not know that. So well, the airport, airport is their fourth location. Sweet. So oh, that's yeah. going to be great for them. Yeah. yeah. They were able to. Then you can charge like 10 bucks a pint yeah. at the airport. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. They already <laughs> all do charge 10 bucks a pint for a <laughs> yeah. Yazoo at the airport. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, with all of that, we were to bring back all of those workers. And then after the tornado that hit East oh, Nashville, yeah. also hired people from the surrounding bars that were out of work. Oh, right. That's awesome. Bars man. and cooks and everything else. So those that wanted to come work had a job. They had a job. That's, That's the power of about. community, man. That's, That's why I love like. the craft beer community. Yes. Absolutely. You don't hear enough about it. Right. And it's just spreading the love. And yeah. you know what? And I got to give it to Wes. He's doing a great job. You mm-hmm. know, he's running a great business and he's doing his thing. And yeah, everyone's loving it. Mm-hmm. And we- at the end of the day, that's what our show, that's what your show is about. She's yeah. spreading the love. I mean, it really is. You're not getting rich off of this, I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> no. You're not. I'm not. <laughs> no. I guarantee you I'm not. I actually <laughs> took a day off of work to be here. So. There you what? go. Well, there you thank go. you very so much. So I took a that's pay awesome. cut to be here. <laughs> that's right. Man. So. Well, thank you. I hope de- to be That's here. called dedication <laughs> right yes. there. Dedication to the craft. Shane uh-huh. took a day off work to be here. Man. <laughs> that's awesome. And we had a ton of great beers today, too, by the way. Uh, we left one, two, three that nobody has any intentions on no, getting it's into. it's just too much. It's yeah. too much. One, two, three, four five six seven eight nine mm-hmm. nine i guess it's it i guess maybe that, that's yeah. a good dent and nine beard yeah like two hours <laughs> we did good ipas loggers mostly stouts the yeah. lowest abv was gonna be the shandy no i think it was or would the, have been uh, the high the wire logger was the uh, logger lower than high wire was four seven. Oh, four, four six. Seven, okay. High oh, wire really? logger oh, at four okay. six. Okay. There we go. Ah. Sliding in under the wire. What about yeah. the shandy? What was the shandy? 
Shande, Shande. There it is. Pontoon and your awesome, roll, super colorful graphics. Dude, their, their graphics, can art is some of the best. Yes. Yeah. I love their otter fascination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The otters are adorable. Yeah. Uh -huh. I don't know. Yeah, better. I think the uh, high wire logger at 4.6 was the lowest. The impulse buy, I believe, was the. No, that was 12%. I think the bearded iris oh, knock 14, knock was 14. Three. 14. 14, wow. No, this was 10%. You're right. The Bourbon no, County was 14. It was 14. that guy. What was the, the still water? Right yeah. That was Flat our Earth. One. That was 13? Yeah. Okay. Bourbon County? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Bourbon County 14. was 13.3. 13.3. That was 13.3. That's, That's the, the one. All right. Called it. <laughs> guys, this has been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good Thank time you. overall. This is awesome. Yeah. We appreciate you guys coming out today. Poor choice of words. Zach, Shane joining us today. Half the crew. You guys got a couple of others that. Um, kind of manning the host back at home. So yeah, um, yeah. Jim is actually on his way back from his beercation in Asheville. Nice. Yes. So mm -hmm. uh, next episode, I'm sure we'll hear all about it. <laughs> oh, definitely. An exhausting detail. <laughs> there is no shortage of beer in Asheville, North Carolina. Dude, that, Asheville is like beer mecca, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. What? Ash a, surely he went to burial. He went to burial. burial. He went to Green Man. In fact, he put one Ooh. of my stickers up. Nice. My face. <laughs> In the bathroom at, at uh, Green Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, OG yeah. Green Man. Yeah. The original location. Yes. Okay. Dirty Jacks. Yeah. Nice. I know nice. exactly where it is, too. Yep. Me, too. Yep. I've been there many a time. Burial's <laughs> awesome. Forestry Camp, you know, the new location mm -hmm. space Bramari. that they just opened up. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. So I, we are near the end, but Bramari was the, the only place that I tried. It was the first place where I tried a single hopped El Dorado IPA. Ooh. And that was my first introduction to El Dorado hops ever without even knowing it. And I took a sip and I went, whoa, this is really powerful. Oh, yeah. And it ended up being one. Bramari, I was there unknowingly on like day three of their opening oh, without even knowing at the time. And then when I went back a couple years later, I couldn't even get a seat at the bar anymore. They were just oh, so busy. <laughs> Using local honey and just as much as they can get from local establishments they make and everything. good beer. It's solid for sure. Yeah. Um, he, I told him he better bring some back for me. They yeah. do not distribute outside Asheville, unfortunately, Correct. that I've been able to find anyway. Yeah. They did for a short time during the Crap Brewer conference okay ah, interesting a couple years back okay mm. then they had to pull back i guess of course yeah Asheville's great um i feel like whenever my wife my wife will do a uh she'll do the disney princess half marathon whenever she can in in florida she yeah. goes and does the 5k the 15 or the 10 and then the half marathon uh it's a little bit different this year we've got a kid that i've got to figure out what to do with but whenever she does that i normally make my way over to Asheville. I spend the night with my parents in Knoxville kind of as a halfway. And then yeah. the next morning I'll go in and I'll just hit Asheville hard on Saturday mm -hmm. or maybe Friday. And then Saturday kind of just visit the ones that I like doing. And then Sunday, just take it easy and, and drive back. So nice. I'm super jealous right now yep. that one of your guys is in Asheville. Yeah. He spent, uh, how, how long was he there for? Uh, three days. It feels like longer. Maybe four, three, four at the most. Yeah. yeah. So he started the or end of the week or middle of the week there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like one day he had to drive down to Alabama and drop off the kids at his brother's place, I think. Yeah, uh, or something like that. Then he came uh, back up to Nashville. Brothers, I think Wendy's place. It's yeah. Somebody's brother. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then they, <laughs> then they drove out. They're actually heading back right now. So okay. nice. Mm -hmm. We'll look forward to that one because I'm sure you guys are going to be talking about that as well. For sure. Yeah. So um, <laughs> and probably tasting my beer also. Yeah. Looking Ooh. very much looking forward to that. Your West, your West Coast IPA. So it should be East Coast IPA. It's a East well, Coast. Stop East. by the terminal. August 6th, Friday night. August 6th. Yes. Perfect. And actually, I'll probably take some of those with me there because it'll be ready to go by then. Nice. Awesome. Man. Zach Shane, appreciate it, guys. 
Thank Thanks you so much. much for making your all the way out here today, studio. We appreciate it. Mitch, final thoughts? Uh, all these beers were damn good. So thanks for sharing. Yeah. And thanks for driving up here because I and know it was a little bit of a way. Well. It was a good time. We had a lot of good beer. If you're not drinking beer, start drinking beer. If you are drinking beer, keep drinking beer. If you've never had craft beer before, Zach and Shane sitting across from us might know a little something about craft beer. So uh, if you're in the area, stop by. If you're a casual pint in Smyrna, stop by. Um, very good selection of craft beers and just a chill atmosphere. Uh, really good beer cheese and... Mm, I, yeah. I make that. That's, that's what? me. Big fan of that. I didn't even know that when I plugged it, so that just worked <laughs> yeah, out. So, uh, Great time. Good beers. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers to everybody. Cheers. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers. Bye now.